spread the truth. Document it. Prove it. Make it irrefutable and you too will become dangerous to those who admire us in lies and enslave us in socialism. But because they are lying, it's possible to expose them. And this is their Achilles heel. By comparison, we have nothing to hide, therefore we have no reason to lie. And we wouldn't want to even if we could. Truth is a far superior weapon than deceit. It's a weapon which is denied to them. And in the end, it will be the decisive weapon that destroys them completely. Tá bom aí, doido? É o comedor de carro. Aí, mano, olha aí, ó. Hey, yo! We want to introduce you to the most amazing destinations in the world. Tel Aviv and Jerusalem. It's young. Sunny. Colorful. Diverse. Diverse. And above all... It's incredibly tasty. Tel Aviv beaches are the best. Tel Aviv and Jerusalem have the most amazing nightlife. Jerusalem, the heart of the world. A spiritual adventure with 3,000 years of amazing history. See you here soon. We love you. Gavin throws a fecal covered dildo against the wall. Act like a magie, but I have no balls. I'm the leather daddy. And we'll pretend I don't take it in the rear end. Rolling in the limp Thanks for all the support over the last couple days, guys. I'm happy to announce that our official band name is Tampon Pool and the Traveling Mouth Vacuum Griff Queens. And this is our new single called Don't Spill the Beans. Uh, uh, oh no, uh, I just got swat rated for the 15th uh, consecutive time. They totally wouldn't keep 
track So that it wouldn't happen again Oh, I just got raided too Somebody should send us some support or something I'm so oppressed right now that I stole art and sold it on my t-shirts and then blocked anyone who called me out for it. A lot of the lockdowns wouldn't have happened without me and my drum scene. Live in fear and give us all your money at Operation sees is the MAGA Republicans are the most energized part of the Republican Party. Uh, the, that extreme, this is an extreme threat to our democracy, to our freedom, uh, to our rights. Uh, they just don't respect the rule of law. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us here. I appreciate you. If you're over on uh, Rumble, we're actually going on exclusively to... Well, what's happening here? What, what's happening? We're going on exclusively to a Rumble. Those intro clips, I tell <laughs> you. Got your <laughs> brain all scrambled. All scrambled. What the hell were they the doing The guy raping a car? He was raping a car. That's what he was doing. I couldn't figure out. Is it the same guy or is it two different guys? Oh, my God. literally like... There's a hole. Yep. Stick it. That works. There you go. That works. Oh, my God. All right. Anyway, boys and girls, we're doing Rumble today. You can watch us over on Entropy Stream as well, if you prefer. And, of course, as usual, just to, uh, <clears throat> you know, in Tim Pool spirit, if you want to shill here a little bit in the beginning, right? Uh, Entropy Stream live slash Red Eyes TV. Uh, or Rumble is open as well. Rumble.com uh, forward slash user forward slash Red Eyes TV. Let's, you know, we'll, we'll try out. We'll do like some excuse exclusive. Maybe we'll do one just on Odyssey, one over there, one over here a little bit, and see if we can kind of build up the, the numbers a little bit. It looks like Rumble is kind of, it might be good, advantageous to kind of ride that wave of increase as that grows, continue. Is it a long-term platform? Who knows? We'll, that remains to be seen. But uh, we're trying it out. So anyway, thank you for joining us there. How are you doing today, Lana? I'm doing pretty good. I feel right. pretty darn good. I know it's Labor Day coming up, right? This is on Monday, so. Yeah, welcome to uh, September, all I guess we should uh, say, right? Com- celebrating all those commies that don't work, huh? No, uh, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> the working <laughs> the, the working class paradise. That's what it's Ooh, all about right there. We get one day off. Yeah, there you go. All right. Guys, we have, what do we have? First of all, TikTok ended up uh, banning us. <laughs> it's we, funny because we were just talking we, about, oh, we, what the hell, we'll upload some quick clips on there and then ding Yeah. <laughs> big sad. Back. Yeah, who could have who could have known, right? Uh, anyway, the, the big question is, <clears throat> are we edgy enough for uh, Tucker Carlson now then? Yeah, uh, exactly. Right? <clears throat> That's that's you. You gotta kind of you gotta pimp. You gotta be a mulatto uh, mulatto pimp who's like uh, you Beating know whore, up pouring out European on women on the internet before you can go on Tucker Carlson tonight or today. Actually, it was like Tucker Carlson today to be clear to, to clarify. I think he just didn't know difference. what was going on there. Like someone just said, "Have this guy on," and maybe he obviously he didn't nah, know they, the whole history of his you know webcam know. escapades. You know what they're doing. They know what they're doing over there. He's the uh, <clears throat> he's he's totally. Uh, the uh, organic opposition to uh, <coughs> global homo degeneracy. And the that's, leader uh, of the Andrew dissident Tate. rights. That's right. That's right. That, that, that's definitely how it goes. Uh, anyway, so speaking of uh, TikTok banning us, big sad for that, uh, is, of course, what I noticed if you actually tweeted out about Andrew Tate, you go uh, directly to <coughs> this account. That account is retweeting us. Okay, okay. So that's someone who actually actively knows us. Done. Okay, that's interesting. Your tweet is right there. I was gonna say, <laughs> this is. I saw every tweet that mentioned. Okay, so I, I, I 
immediately thought it's got to be a bot, right? You tweeted out about Andrew Tate, and, and then, then the account, my then the it just happened. Then that account is like retweeting anything or replying, I should say, to that with like, hey, here's Andrew Tate, here's Andrew Tate. So it's like, oh, okay, he's being pushed by bots and shit. Like that. anybody who mentions Andrew Tate, uh, it goes out, you know. But you didn't mention that in your tweet. So okay. it's gotta be it's gotta be an organic one. Then I, 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 I stand guy. corrected. I guess it was not a bot. I just figured, what is it like? Fifty uh, percent on uh, um, Twitter is like bots or some shit like that. I don't know how you get it. How we'll can never you, know. Where do you the buy the bots? How can you buy the bots? We gotta buy the bots, guys. So we could do what like Stu Peters does and these people. You know what I mean? Uh, anyway, speaking of censorship, then uh, Truth Social. Uh, also ends up banning a, t- a number of accounts now, and apparently the, the reason for that uh, is, of course, it's the Google Play Store. That's where you want to be if you want to be on the, a- you know, have access to Android phones uh, if you want to install apps from the Google Play Store. And now they put terms of service, as you guys know, this is the same thing's happening on Telegram, for example. They p- force the app to censor on behalf of Google uh, or iPhone or Apple in that case. And so they recently reached out, apparently, to Truth Social uh, and said, you have to deal with, uh, you know, bad content on your platform. People or that we don't want, like uh, you want to on the Google Play Store, okay? So uh, apparently they're just starting to axe things left and so right. So truth, dot, 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 unless you talk about these things, right? one thing, which is all the other terms of service everywhere else now. I mean, one thing that's been fun to watch is kind of how... You know, some leftists go on there and they do, oh, yeah, I tend to talk about January 6th or, you know, how great the vaccine are or something like, I don't know, well, something like that. Or like how bad, how evil Trump is and then they get banned. <laughs> it's like, ooh, they, oh, it means the leftists think they got you now. It's like, yeah. oh, does it, that means they're not free speech. Oh, can you believe it? Yeah. I, I look, no, no sympathy for these uh, tards that are like have been banning and promoting banning on, on major platforms forever. Uh, but the point is that doesn't make uh, any of these alternatives any better for that matter, too. Uh, I mean, Rumble has kind of bad terms of service, uh, I guess. But the question is, will they enforce it? That's the big question. Uh, if they're cool with it, then they'll be cool with it. You know what I mean? Not that, not that big of a deal. Um, all right. So I guess that guy had like a... We'll test it out today, flag. huh, Henrik? Rumble, you mean? <laughs> We're going to test out those, yeah, let's the do terms some, of service let's today. Let's do some hate, some hate. Let's rub our hands and do some hate <laughs> speech here right away. And let's do what Let's see what happens. All right. No, we love. I'm hating we right love, now. I'm hating. Hi, you don't know what's in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, Facebook and uh, the Biden administration have apparently had weekly and monthly calls to discuss on what to censor uh, on the platform, which is uh, pretty uh, pretty incredible when you think about it. Because of course, the government, the supposed. Uh, First Amendment is to protect us against well, the government Well, we've known this. They've been working behind uh, the scenes, us. right? Yes. We've known this. Like yeah. just hiding behind, you know, they've got their friends in these corporations and they chat. Right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. But it's pretty cr- crazy when you think about it. Like they just go straight in, just have calls with big tech companies. Um, here's a, a, just one conversation, right, between the – I'm not sure if it's – yeah, it says to CDC, OD, OADC. I'm not sure what that is, but it's being sent from someone then – at the CDC to Facebook. And remember, I had one of my tweets were flagged by the CDC. Do you remember that? <laughs> Which Did I show tweet you that? Was that? I was like some random one about shedding, and like I linked to an actual study that shows, like, yes, if you're uh, breastfeeding, uh, you as a mom might be able to transmit, or what was the, tra- yeah, shed, shed the Pass vaccine to the baby milk, yeah. because of skin contact or something like that. And then the CDC had gone in and marked my tweet and reported that to Twitter. But I think Twitter did not take it down or something like that. But here they are anyway, uh, corroborate, um, conspiring folks behind the scenes. 
to get some information off of Facebook that they don't like. Yes, we'd like to. Can we do that, please? The courteousness, you know, between uh, the, the Biden administration and Facebook. So anyway. It's, uh, it's not, not surprising, uh, but it's always good to be aware of yep. these things, of course. Confirmation. And, uh, speaking of censorship, and I must have to start. The challenges no, there's shit. Okay, it starts right away. Sometimes Fox News have uh, major ads in the beginning. The climate advisor of the White House, of the Biden regime, uh, have also, also been demanding the tech company censor so-called disinformation uh, that is not in allegiance with this new greening so agenda. This is the next wave, right? It was race, yeah. it was vaccines, and then it's Ukraine, and now it's uh, climate change. Anything so that's not like... Uh, big banks, that one's going to come up next, too. You know it's going to be like... Yeah, exactly. You know it's going to be like... Um, yeah, I mean, if you complain on the gas prices, or you think energy, there's not enough energy, there's... Ro- oh, they're claiming there's rolling blackouts, and then <laughs> you know, let's censor all the people trying to say that, the, that there's an energy problem, essentially, right? But so, the clean energy agenda... Uh, which been pushed hard by Biden. This is basically like the Green New Deal type of insanity that they're pushing through the, uh, what was it called again? The uh, Inflation Reduction Act, right? That was passed here through the tune of billions and billions, whatever that's it is. It's not going to help inflation at all? Just make it worse? Uh, yes. Of course, that's the plan. You see, White House National Climate Advisor Gina McCarthy wants big tech to stop allowing disinformation. Let's listen to uh, the clip here real quick. Man, Fox's player just sucks. And so the challenge is now that we're moving from denial to actually just trying to to disengage the public from understanding the values of solar energy, the values of wind energy, the benefits of clean energy. We have to get tighter. We have to get better at communicating. And frankly, the tech companies have to stop allowing specific individuals over and over again to spread disinformation. That's what the fossil fuel Stop allowing. Psycho, what lady. the hell? Stop Psycho. allowing. This is literally like a violation. Like the government has no right to go in and censor people. And what happens about we can't talk, the, literally nothing. can't talk about the weather now? Nope. Jeez. Be, well, one thing we know now, it's a fact that when you eat the bugs, it improves the weather. All right? companies pay for that's what folks who make money out of fossil fuels and don't make money and and, and don't care about saving consumers costs oh like that's the green people do. these fake green smart. agenda aren't making money and like they care about the environment yeah right it's like Please. a huge it's a industry huge, it's a huge scam it's, it is a scam it is. of course yeah then all the subsidizing right of like whether it's solar panels just or, call it green yep call it and green no one can question it's like a new it's a new you know kind that uh what do you call it like the takeover that happened of uh you know the railways and like those few alternatives that existed in the beginning when like the uh, standard oil right rockefeller's corporation popped up on the scene and everything started going over to uh to oil and gas uh, gasoline and things like that they had this like ruthless way of just like taking all other competition out including like the american railway system and stuff like that just to get everyone like on the car the combustion engine track same thing is kind of happening now but onto this new clean energy you know which is it's you know that's a misnomer like it's, it's not clean completely toxic and, and uh <laughs> the battery You're not saving saw, the planet cut your crap no and I, I saw even like what was it okay i, I didn't want to play this but we're on the topic here an electric mini digger, right? And actually like a, a <laughs> digger, but an electric, you can just imagine, right? 
It runs for two hours, and then guess how long it has to charge? Check out uh, <laughs> <laughs> this. And of course, what is the charge? Why a big? So generator. it'll take you ten, 10 years to build some Basically. big building, which is you know absolute zero. Here we go. Look. So here we have the electric mini digger with zero emissions. <laughs> we trialed it yesterday. It's pretty good. It's got all the power of a Looks normal like mini digger. Kids. You know, like well, how, how much vehicles? can you dig from this, right? Well, what the hell? Uh, but the battery ran out. Tiny after little charged. on the front. The, did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the battery ran out after being fully charged after two hours. Oh. <laughs> two hours. Well, it's it, being charged up again. How long does it take? So to it can charge? get out like. Scoop but, out like a few rocks in that period. <laughs> Where's the generator? There's the generator. Look at this. And it takes eight hours to charge it up <laughs> with this big so green. generator. <laughs> Zero emissions. My ass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it's just <laughs> it's such taka. a fucking joke. And everything that it's goes like, involved into making those vehicles the and the generators and yeah. the chemicals and all the the <clears throat> resources they need to make that. Yeah. It's just such a scan. Those goddamn diggers. <sighs> all right. Uh, all right, if you're just tuning in, yes, we're doing Rumble only today. We'll try that out a couple of times, do a little, uh, maybe we'll just do audits next time or something like that, We but we appreciate you uh, joining us over on uh, Rumble. Glenn all the right. Chinaman says, Freedom Shekels, see you in the archives. All right, well, we can still watch it on he's, Entropy. He's down want. under. That's, so, that's, yeah. no. Thank you, Glenn, appreciate that. So let me uh, let me see here then. So, okay, so we talked about this crazy woman, right? Climate advisor, national uh, climate advisor, Gina McCarthy. So she is resigning now, and guess who's uh, guess who's, <laughs> guess who's slated to join the White House now? None other than drum roll, please, John Spirit Podesta. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> For, do you remember this weird? The They're like, oh, people have forgotten. It's super, died down. We'll bring him back. <laughs> let's bring back the PizzaGate guy. Literally, like, let's bring guy. Let's bring back the guy with this art, with, who has oh this art God. on his walls. Right? <laughs> let's do that again. So yes, yeah, so that's that's uh, that's happening today. In fact, uh, Biden climate advisor Gina McCarthy, who's a lunatic and wants to censor people, she's stepping down. Big sad. Uh, John Podesta joining the White House. Um, Okay, so let me read here. McCarthy, the head of the Environmental Protection Agency during Barack Obama's administration, will depart the administration effective September 16. Her deputy, Ali Zaidi, will take her place. What is the Podesta going to do here? Let me just see. <laughs> I didn't have time to read the whole thing here. Give kids um, field trips of the White House. <clears throat> but I guess so, right? Podesta, former White House Give chief them of pizza staff in the White House. Under, under Bill Clinton and counsel under the president, under Obama, will become Biden's senior advisor for clean energy innovation and Implementation. So here we go. Now the uh, the 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 alleged pedophiles are are taking over here. Wait, what's his background? What does he know about this? I I don't know. He's just a big what like you a know. big operative within the Democrat Party, as far as I understand it. But, uh, but what qualifications he has? Uh, he knows how to diddle kids. <laughs> that's, that's yeah, exactly. It. <laughs> it's like some cover job. He knows how to, it sounds uh, like a bullshit job anyway. You know, how to, to tie up children like on a, in a row in in a weird like kind of shower washroom type uh, environment. The normal people don't have art like this. Like no, no, old men like that. No. I don't know what to say about that, but uh, yeah, so that, uh, that's uh, very surprising, right? Um, we are fortunate that John Podesta will lead our continued innovation and implementation. His deep roots 
in climate and clean energy policy. I'm trying well, to find what those deep roots are. He's just a, a political <clears throat> consultant, which can be anything. And his experience as senior levels of government mean we can truly hit the ground running to take advantage of the massive clean energy opportunity in front of us. <laughs> yeah, because you've just taken billions of taxpayer money uh, to reallocate that to so-called uh, you know clean energy projects. All right. Scam. Back in the White House. So... God, we have to, we have to talk about what happened yesterday here. Uh, we had a, a very, very weird uh, <laughs> event at, at uh, free, was it Freedom Hall? Is that what it's called? Pennsylvania Freedom Hall or Independence? Sorry, Independence Hall. I think it is, isn't it? Uh, in uh, uh, Philadelphia, all places. Dark used to be a Brandon. beautiful city, by the way. I've been there, seen all the old buildings. Mm -hmm. Gorgeous. Once upon a time. Once upon a time. So they rolled out Dark Brandon here and actually started to, uh, <clears throat> I guess, uh, become the, the the meme. They adopted the meme. And uh, here's just a little slice of uh, what he said yesterday as he's talking about the soul of the nation. He's uh, he's the guy who's going to like, he's going to sink his claws and teeth into you and he's going to suck your soul dry. We must be honest with each other and with ourselves. Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Now, I want to be very clear, very clear up front. <coughs> Freedom not every Republican, republic. not even the majority. Every time, of course. Party Republicans are MAGA Republicans. Not every Republican embraces their extreme ideology. I know, because I've been able to work with these mainstream Republicans. Yeah, but there's so no edgy. question that the Republican Party today is dominated, driven, and intimidated by Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans. And that is a threat to this country. There you go. So he basically, in a true tone and fashion, he declares war uh, essentially on like, what, 70-something odd million uh, Americans? Probably more. Who knows? We used to point. joke around about this, that one day no. they would call, you know, the people who supported Trump terrorists and all that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Now it's now it's actually here. Right. So this is very strange. But Hitler, am I right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Nazis, yeah, we'll, am I right? We'll come to that. Uh, very strange. Right. But uh, it was I guess it was so bad. The kind of. Uh, authoritarian looking type imagery around this that uh, at least over on CNN they actually changed and updated the color Do you know that you have this like a kind of a hue basically no on your blood red sources let's have a little sources. you know tranny pink in let's there see a little pink can you see the difference there so this is the beginning right of the of the actual speech kind of much more deep red and by I don't know a few minute, minutes later it's like kind of a yeah pinkish purple <laughs> kind of thing someone actually did look at this they sped up the whole thing uh, and you can see the colors change. Look at this quickly. Disagreement and debate and dissent. We're a big, complicated country. But democracy endures only if we, the people, respect the guardrails of the republic. Only if we, the people, accept the results of free and fair elections. Only if we, the people, see politics not as total war, but mediation of our differences. Democracy cannot survive when one side so believes only now? two outcomes to an election. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. Why do they? Why would they do such a thing, right? I mean, remember they changed the colors on Trump and made him look more orange, and like they do these. I mean, weird the things all red, the black, white <laughs> is a nice aesthetic. It's like they can't yeah, resist it, exactly. but at the same time, it's like 
Yeah. <laughs> the optics were so bad, CNN shifted the color from blood red to a less Hitlery pink. Because uh, Hitler owns the color red, you yeah, know? That guy uh, who died a long time ago. But so the whole, you know, dark Brandon thing because of dark MAGA was like a, a joke. But I guess they kind of, they like, they jumped on yeah, that. Yeah, they embraced and they're like, it. Let's, let's do that. That's a good idea. Let's let's make him look super based and, and edgy and terrifying and stuff. Uh, maybe that's like, to, is, that, is that to scare the MAGA terrorists? Is that why they're doing this? I'm, I'm trying to figure that out, right? Um, but Yeah, like, <laughs> they're weird. coming for us. So compared to, like, V for Vendetta. And, it, and as usual, if you actually look at these movies, it's like, hey, the dictator is actually a pretty good guy. <laughs> it's actually like, I'm siding with the, with yeah, the bad guy again. Exactly. The problem is, I'm not siding with the bad guy here, obviously. He's actually, in me the media's, the official view, he's the good guy, right? Um, but, um, yeah, so basically we had a, a very cringy uh, immediately. Well, let me show this first, actually. We had... Yeah, look at what Jennifer Rubin said here right after this. Biden's Philadelphia speech met the moment. Mass arrests should come next. <laughs> <laughs> Deleted. We've told, we've told you these people would love rounding up all their political opposites and putting them in a, in a concentration camp. This woman would love it. Of course She'd be like, would. oh, all right, let's go. I've been let's waiting go. for this. Let's go, right? Uh, there was a couple of, I mean, decent one. It was like, you know, D Darth Brandon, I guess. That's all right. That's okay. But I guess yet again, I mean, the Sith, I guess, in Star, at least in New Star Wars, it was like, yeah, they're not that bad. Uh, <laughs> but uh, however, then unfortunately, uh, the boomers entered the meme oh, market. Man. And uh, and this is, this is what happens. We're going to own the libs by calling them Nazis. Yeah, that's yeah, going to Because Biden it. is the real Nazi. So, right? oh my God, he made a fist. We've never seen people make fists <clears throat> ever throughout history. There's been no mm -hmm. uh, leftist dictators who have made fists during speech or any people today. Yep. Well, guess what? Biden drinks water. You know who else drank water? Yeah. Mustache man drank water. Oh my Mustache gosh, man. it's a sign, people. It's a coincidence. Yeah, someone's here's some other guy here. I just leave this here. Biden's administration is virtually anti-white and his cabinet is full of Jews, but go ahead. Keep slandering Germans. And no, was someone, detected and there. someone was upset about that. Uh, yeah. Jane Coston was uh, upset about that. Act, go, go blue. Act blue. What is it? Okay. Um, and of course, there were some other ones. Here's uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. They chose this imagery. It's unreal. Joe Biden is Hitler. Yeah, Nazi Joe has to go. Yeah, Biden cares so much for his ethnic folk. That's why he's helping with the replacement agenda and pushing anti-white policy at every turn because he's really secretly a national That's socialist. Right. No, uh, Stalin Joe, Trotsky Joe, any of those would have been better. Well, you know, he has talked about uh, rebuilding the highways, right? That infrastructure. That's uh, well, that, that settles it then. And look at the color red he had on the, in his latest speech. Am I right? You can't. You can't. Like, can you just look? Can you just look God. at the policies? And then, of course, you have the reaction too. So the conservatives call him a Nazi because of this imagery. And then, of course, the Jewish activists come along and say, look at all They're the Republicans promoting Nazism that now. are posting swastikas yeah. on the Internet. This guy thinks they're promoting Nazism by calling Biden a Nazi, calling him Hitler. As a Jew, he says, here, I never thought I'd wake up to my feed filled with swastikas. Um, as a goy, I'm not believing you. Mega right rip. 
<laughs> MAGA Republicans were waiting for the right moment to bring out the Hitler comparisons and anti-Semitic tropes. Last night's attack on President Biden almost seems coordinated. <laughs> oh my God. This is like people people are obviously seeing this, but In like your fantasy, can you man. just get a and can we just get an accurate like a, an, an accurate analysis of it? No. And, and can no. you please tell me where mainstream Republicans are anti-Semitic? <laughs> God, they're like worshiping Israel. I know. But they're trying and trying hard. And, of course, so Tricky Dicky came out of the uh, woodworks as well here and replied to one of uh, Joe Biden's tweets. Donald Trump and mega Republicans are a threat to the very soul of this country. And uh, Tricky Dicky says, you've got that right, Jack. Wow. Edgy takes. <laughs> Very edgy text. Recently, too, by the way, he said that uh, the uh, crazy uh, <clears throat> social democrat dancing Finnish prime minister, Sanna Marin, is awesome, right? And he said that NATO is well, fucking awesome, too. she was cheating too. on her husband, too. Let, the, <laughs> let the haters hate. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, it's good. Good times. Thank you for that. Bunch uh, of cringe. That's all I'm seeing. Tricky dicky. We, pr- we appreciate you. Uh, uh, speaking of which, actually, Laura Ingram, I guess, was actually like closest she actually had like a, a finally so, somewhat. It's finally. not correct, but it's closer, right? Closer. At least closer. Yes. In case Biden comm teams is already scoping out backdrops for his next speech, right? And it's like, all right, I'll I'll take that. That's okay, you know. I'll take it's that. It's more accurate. <laughs> he aligns with their policies. I mean, can we just get some accuracy here? The, everyone is just losing their minds. Yes. They are so over this small period in German history. <clears throat> yes, it's that it's ne- it's always 1937. <laughs> it's a, the perpetual, I mean, is it going to be that, that way 200 year. years from now? Is no, it we're still no. going to be talking about Hitler? No, there's going to be other things happening. I think in the next few years, there actually that's going to like be the new mythology the being created. Hitler 2.0. Or yeah, something. basically. Um, Oh, yeah. What was it? This one, too, I guess. It was like Joseph Stealing. Yeah, I, I mean, remember that one. It's all right. I mean, it's I, I, not, that was funny. That was a few years back. But, I mean, like, you, you're telling me these MAGA conservatives can't even... What happened with that picture now? Did that go away? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, couldn't they even just, like, have little, little tact about these things? And it's like... It's only about, like, let's smear the opposition with the worst thing we even, can possibly, you know... But that does, it doesn't even work. It only works on their side. It only works to them. They freak yeah. out when people call them a Nazi. Well, not all of them, but yeah, that's true. Many I guess. Do. Uh, well, this one is like, I mean, if you want the red and the black, like backdropping, you could, this one you could use. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's, it's the same color scheme and whatnot, but no, 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 we can't do it. So what actually, let's, let's talk about accurate accuracy here then. Um, Biden is obviously known like he's the great he's the great unifier, obviously, right? He's he's totally not dividing the country down the middle and stuff like that. So this is what he said a little bit later in the speech, and I want to comment on if well a few things that he says. Obviously, just keep in mind that the, the obvious projection of the thing is just incredible when you think about it. Like he's describing his own side, he's describing what they're doing while he's blaming the other side. Uh, but he drops another interesting little clue in there too. Let's uh, listen to this portion right here. Clear and present danger to our democracy. But while the threat to American democracy is real, I want to say as clearly as we can, we are not powerless in the face of these threats. We are not bystanders in this ongoing attack on democracy. There are far more Americans, far more Americans, from from every background and belief, to reject the extreme MAGA ideology than those that accept it. And folks, 
What's sign language for MAGA? It's within our power, it's in our hands, yours and mine, to stop the assault on American democracy. Well, that's, uh, I, that's, that's you doing that, Joe. That's, uh, that's you assaulting the American people with this speech right here. I believe America is at an inflection point. Here, important point. One here. of those moments that determine the shape of everything that's to come after. Listen to that. Determine the shape of what is to come after. Very important, right? Repeat it one more time. Listen to that. One of those moments that determine the shape of everything that's to come after. And now... Uh, let's listen, listen a little bit more as it projects, and then we'll talk about that term, while he's, why he's using that. America must choose to move forward or to move backwards. To build a future or obsess about the past. To, he's saying here, to build back better. That's basically what he's saying here. The, the chaos that is about to come here, the, the, the collapse, the engineered collapse, and the era, the epoch that we're entering into come after here. The, the, sh the shape of things to come. To be a nation of hope and unity and optimism. Or a nation of fear, division, and of darkness. Well, you're, you're literally bringing all of that, like, as he's doing the speech. Yep. Like, you're spreading fear, you're spreading hate, you're spreading it's darkness. projection. Right? Accuse your Complete, enemies of yeah. what you are doing. Isn't it's, this rules for radicals? Yeah, like, we all know this. Absolutely. One on one. Because they made their choice. They embrace anger. They thrive on chaos. They live not in the light of truth, but in the shadow of lies. Yeah, you don't live in the shadow <laughs> of lies. You live in the light of... God's oh, light and life of the universe. Oh my God! It's, it's just incredible. You can't you can't make <laughs> it up. It's it's truly remarkable. These people. Together, we can choose a different path. We can choose a better path forward to the future. A future of possibility. A future to build and dream and hope. And we're on that path, moving ahead. <laughs> I know this so. nation. Anyway, it goes on from there, right? <laughs> we know this nation and stuff. I just wanted to I wanted to see if we ended up on the front page of Rumble. That's partially why I did this too, and we don't. I see what, that it was like five, four feeds, and we have more viewers than any of them. So I guess they've just, okay, all right. I just wanted to see. Okay, all right, just wanted to see. We have like 500 and almost 600 watching uh, on Rumble. But they, no, that won't do it. Okay, that's fine. So uh, the shape of things to come. Keep that in mind, right? So what what, what is that all about? Well, you guys have been with us for a while. You know what this is about, right? This is uh, this is H.G. Wells. Remember that? The shape of things to come. The amazing, like, robot society. The civilization itself is going to be the guiding light. No, no more leaders and tyrants. We're going to have robots doing everything. Actually, if you go back to the 1936 film this is of course the you know the book he wrote originally made a couple of versions of, of films as well basically it's like it's a collapse everything is falling apart right and uh all of a sudden these new kind of atlantean high-tech civilization survivors shows up right to like you know save everyone essentially put the start a new era new epoch right and here's some of the footage like when that happens when the the, the guy arrives look at this here He's coming in his like flying machine and they're like, oh, we didn't know we could do that anymore, right? In other words, it's been a total collapse. They're living like, uh, you know, barbarians, essentially, the other people here. And here's the high civilized one showing up here. <laughs> Look at that space helmet. <laughs> <laughs> this is Biden right here. This is the this is the build back better plan coming in uh, coming back to uh, to a shattered uh, you know a uh, destroy everything and then world. just then they're impressed by an airplane in the future. Exactly. <laughs> Who's in control of this part of the country? The chief. What we call the boss. Good. I want to see him. 
He sent me to arrest you. You can't do that. But I'll come and see him. Well, you're under arrest whether you'll admit it or not. Anyway, it goes on for that. I want to play another scene here, too. So it's basically a big collapse. Superman shows up. He's going to save everyone. Civilization as well, right? Hope and unity and optimism. He's coming back here, right? This is like... H.G. Wells is like the OG, kind of a, the original, like, fourth industrial revolution type, uh, you know, plan, essentially, right? We're, we're living, like, right now in that orchestrated collapse, and people like Biden is part of that, of, cor of course. And now they're, as things are de in decline, crumbling, falling apart, they're going to begin, like, let's, uh, we also have to have an option to this, right? So we got to build back better, right? Agenda 2030, the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. And, you know, people, if you know your... Nor your stuff, right? Before we had like people like Klaus Schwab, you had people like the, or what was his name again? The Venus Project guy. Well, I forget his name. Oh, ja um, Jacques. Jacques, that's right. Jacques, yeah. uh, not Valet, that was the ufologist. Yeah. Jack, you interviewed what? him. Yeah, I did. I did. Oh, holy shit. It's got to be dead now. Was that a, old. Wasn't that an adventure, that interview? <laughs> Uh, but so before we have, you have, you know, the Venus Project, which is basically like, you know, machines will run everything. It'll be UBI and Fourth Industrial Revolution. It'll be great kind of thing. And then, of course, after that, you had, uh, uh, you know, uh, or before that, I should say, you had, you had people like H.G. Wells lay this planet to, uh, into fruition. Listen to what it says here regarding when they're building, like, what, what, what we're going to, how society is going to be run in the future. Let me go forward to like 3640 in this uh, clip here. Here we go. Check this little portion out here. Glad to. Brigandage. What else could happen? But we, who are all that are left of the old engineers and mechanics, have pledged ourselves to salvage the world. We have the airways, all that's left of them. We have the seas. And we have ideas in common. The brotherhood of efficiency. The Freemasonry of science. Yeah? We're the last trustees of civilization when everything else has failed. I've been waiting for this. I'm yours to command. Not mine. Not mine. No more bosses. Civilization's the command. There you go, right? We'll have this new science and civilization itself will run it. Everything, artificial intelligence is going to run the show, right? This is the OG yep. plan, folks. Oh, yeah. This is this is the build back better plan, <laughs> right? It might seem like a stretch, From a 30s, but 1936 right. perspective. I mean, look, right? it's H.G. Wells was like tremendously kind of influential in the early years of like when this you know, kind of like neo-global, neo-feudalist, global, technocratic kind of, uh, you know, flavor started popping up and it becomes fashionable and it's like a little bit of Fabianism involved in it, a little bit of technocratic stuff, right? You had uh, uh, their, their old, like, technocrat aspirations. And, of course, it's not, just to go back to Dr. Brandon here, right, if, if he talks about a future like that, this is not, I mean, it's not Nazi, there's just no Nazism. It, it in fact, in some cases, was created to, uh, to to push back against that, were were there any commie socialist ideas? Yeah, there there's some elements of that weaved into that later on. They're like more deeply embedded and weaved into the fabric of this new technotronic era, right? That was what Berzinski called it in his book. Um, H. G. Wells, in a way, was kind of like um, uh, referred to an, an end of an era. Uh, first, you had a war, right, uh, which they have in here too, which which you could argue that's kind of what, where, where they're going with this now. They're, t they're talking about like, oh, this it's a third world war. The Pope spoke out about that recently. It might not be the same way that I, the first and second war was was fought, but as far as the elites concerned, then when Russia invaded Ukraine, that was like the, the start of World War III. It started, right? We can't let Ukraine lose whatever we do. we got to fund them indefinitely. And we have some crazy uh, clips of people like talking about their support for uh, Ukraine to the detriment of their own nation, oh, of course, yeah. right? But if you want to see, so it's kind of weird, right? 
the the military and the war machine that's been built up in the U.S. is of course you know terrifying and it, it's dominated the globe for a long time. But then at the same time, they're kind of dismantling it you know, with like wokeness and weird propaganda efforts. And they're like, we got to purge it from like white supremacists to Nazis, which is like a euphemism for saying, let's get rid of the white we guys. We need trannies on the battlefield. Basically, uh, Guys right? in skirts and heels. And speaking to that too. Put them on the front lines. I, that's funny. <laughs> speaking to that, <laughs> look, look at this. Here's an example, right? Here's what Biden does to, is doing to the war machine, the Biden regime. Uh, how, how are you going to win wars with this? Look at this. A few positions and everything. And I thought it was great and amazing to be learning that now um, because I am doing security forces. So that right there, that weapon is my baby. So I'll have to learn how to, um, you know, carry it. And I need to get a little stronger because honestly, holding that weapon a was a struggle for me. It's super. Holding the weapon was a struggle. Because you're a woman. Super heavy. And I had never touched a weapon in my life. I know these okay. don't have any, but I'm gonna go anything in them. Anymore. I'm going to join the, the, what is it, the U.S. Air Force? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. it says Air Force. Well, it's or anything, sign but... up to kill people. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Fighting for global homo. It's super heavy. I had never actually shot a weapon before. I never held a uh, weapon before. Um, so I've, all this is so new to me, but I need to get used to it because it is my job. Um, but, you know, getting down with one arm and the weapon against your shoulder was super hard. I tried my best. But it wasn't good enough, huh? Look at this. Alright, so if we stop like this, now we're going to get down, alright? Get down. Better not be loaded, for real. Get down, lower yourself to the ground, don't drop those weapons, everyone down. Oh! oh Better not drop those I'm weapons. they're showing me. Flat on the ground. Got MAGA women that are much better with a weapon than her. That's your. This is your uh, build back better army right there, oh, folks. That's the, uh, the the shape of things to come right there. Well, at least they're not good <laughs> yeah. at it. Lycan warriors is lavender guns. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so you know, this is this. Here's Biden's is his Nazi Biden's Blitzkrieg. You know, fascist oh, military army God. right here, folks. That's what uh, well, they might accidentally <laughs> shoot one of their own or their own toe or you know. Oh, what was man, it? The not fucking around joke. coalition. Remember that one? Yeah, it was yeah, a real, close, real one. Yeah. They like accidentally would shoot themselves I'm a couple a couple guys did i'm sure they'll reach out uh, to them any moment here right so I, I mean this it's it's a joke right but but again don't don't be fooled right there's still a lot of power and and, and oomph in the u.s military i'm not saying that but i'm saying like that they're they're it's a weird time right now because it's like they're dismantling everything they're intentionally deconstructing our civilization but then they're like building up this new one at the same time which is that you know what i mean <laughs> which is like NATO is going to be the global army, essentially, all that stuff. It's it's pretty uh, pretty nuts. Yeah, anyway, it's not going to work out how they think. Yeah. It, it's not going to work out how they yeah. think it will. Uh, Black Phillip says, so the new Lord of the Rings series is out, and it's apparently mid or just okay. The race swapping and shield maiden lead character is too much for me. Remember, if you criticize this, you're automatically a racist incel. Consume, you bigots. We're going to talk about that on Weekend Warrior. Yes, actually. we saw the first episode <laughs> yesterday. Holy yeah. smokes. <laughs> Cut free zone, new baby, real nuggets. Thank hey, you so thank much. You. Appreciate that. Thank you, man. So much. Very kind. Thanks. We'll have a um, big uh, biological sex reveal at one point, huh? <laughs> I'm not going to say gender. No, uh, like don't use the word gender. Like in Warrior, trick. cringe boomer cucks are so annoying with their mud Nazi hysteria. It never just, ends. Can't they just be like, never can't they ends. just stop? Just at the, I mean, look, again, maybe I didn't make that point clear, but these are, it's a technocratic you know, new—it's a new political wave that we're living through. It—it—it 
again, there are some elements from like communism weaved into that. Like if you talk about Agenda 2030, United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, like is there commie aids in there? Yeah, of course there is, right? But like at least can you just at the can you just call him a commie honest. or something? <laughs> no, can't do that. And here's the comment that I made here: Pope declares mankind is experiencing the outbreak of World War Three. So here's everyone's uh, papa coming out, right? The uh, Everyone's favorite, immigrant, feet-licking, anti-white, communist, pedo-covering-up pope, uh, saying that we're now officially in uh, World War III. Non dimentichiamo il martoriato popolo ucraino in questo momento, popolo che sta soffrendo. I can't believe people still listen to this guy. It's amazing. Papa? una domanda. Cosa faccio io oggi per il popolo ucraino? Prego, mi do da fare, cerco di capire cosa faccio io oggi per il popolo ucraino? Ognuno si risponda nel proprio cuore. Profondo. It's a symbol, it's rather symbolic. And then they go on to the Myanmar and pay, oh my God, you know. There's some communist healthcare. stuff after that. It's always that. healthcare. It's like, yeah. it's a religion in itself. Yes. So anyway, do you hear that echo kind of in the background? I mean, I know that's the whole town square there or whatever, but it's like this, it's this great uh, clip in the, actually speaking of Lord of the Rings, the first one where he's talking about the, how the Western man was it like how they've lost their way and they're, they're uh, sitting, what was the line? He's standing up by the white tree of Gondor and he's talking about the, the childless uh, temp, uh, uh, temples or something. They're, like they're echoes in their uh, castles. I guess that's the term he's using or something like that. That reminded me of this guy. The, uh, popes never have, do they have kids? No, nope. they're just cardinals or completely uh, uh, kid That's free, why right? they go for kids. <laughs> there you go. <clears throat> Pretty simple. <laughs> at least like, a, you know, Orthodox, like them. Russian Orthodox priests, at least they can marry and have a family. Right. I mean, yeah. isn't that weird that they can't marry and have a family? Like, what is the whole point of that? Yeah. And then you're going to uh, give people advice who are married and have families? Uh, no. Yeah. Musik Skorillion, important words of wisdom here. Fuck this gay world in the ass with no loot. <laughs> You mean raw, raw dog in it? Make it, make it sting. <laughs> make it all red. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, thank you for that. That's yep. uh, appreciate that. <clears throat> all right. Uh, kind of lost train of thought here. Where, where are we? Oh, you. Uh, yes. Speaking of Ukrainian, check this out. This is weird. You know, here's the here's the maggot. Then on the flip side, right? The the maggot terrorists, which is of course you look at that and you realize this is just a big theater. It's like the the other the, the supposed bad guy in the equation is not even believing their own story at this point, and they're like, "You go Israel more than they are like about actually looking." They can't even Trump couldn't even mention like white white people, you know, like in his speeches and stuff. Like, well, what is this this guy? And he's the Nazi, right? Trump and the new inventing Anna, I guess that's a, is that some show or something. FBI investigating Ukrainian immigrant who posed as an heiress of the Rothschild banking dynasty, faked a massive wealth and infiltrated Mar-a-Lago and Donald Trump's inner circle. It's like, 
So basically, someone showed up, tell them, yep, I'm a Rothschild heiress, and everyone's just like, woo, come on in, yeah, you're people, welcome here. People BS all the time to get their way into these circles. Like, L.A. is full of people that do that. In New York, like, why is this big news? Is this fake news? Is it, did they like, just make this up? I, I Look, I don't know, but I'll, I'll, I'll read it. A Ukrainian woman. Ooh, a woman lied about who she was to meet a bunch of rich men. Ooh, big news. No, but it's, but it's also like, not only that, it, it's, the, it's about the idea that like, oh, here's a Rothschild bank banker coming in and Donald is just like, man, we need that. But that person needs to be on our side. Right. Kind of thing. It's like, the, again, the symbolism. And he just of this, believes right? that God He's naive if this is true. A Ukrainian woman posing as a member of the Rothschild banking dynasty successfully infiltrated Mar-a-Lago and ex-president Donald Trump's inner circle. And I'm starting to think, wait a minute, Ukrainian and the Biden thing and them like, you know, uh, using Ukraine as a proxy country essentially like a front and stuff so is this someone who's in on the plot just to get it I, I don't know what's going on but it's interesting the pittsburgh post gazette and the organized crime and corruption reporting project were out with a report friday on the 33 year old in uh ina 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 how do you say that ina yashin ina uh yes. okay ina. they reported that she told florida socialites she was an heiress Anna de Rothschild, and was fawned over by guests at Trump's private club. The story comes out as intrigue continues to swirl around the raid of Mar-a-Lago. So are, are these people that are in there like planting shit? You know what I mean? There's a lot of layers to this. Um, but yeah, so after the raid of Mar-a-Lago over the presence of classified documents at, at the president's ex-home, it highlights whether those materials were secure in a frauds, uh, fraudster was able, if a fraudster was able to infiltrate Trump's social circles. So it could just be one big gay op. But what's interesting about it, too, is I think that the inner circle of Donald's friends and stuff was like, oh, here's the Rothschild. That's uh, that's that's our team right there. You know what I mean? Instead of like, hey, hey, you're not welcome here. And they just trust her to just believe It's her. remarkable how there has thought, to be some I other links here. I thought if you here, were like, an heiress specifically to the Rothschild family that you wouldn't need to say, I'm an heiress to the Rothschild family. I, I know. They would know, would know you already or something, right? There's, shouldn't that be easy to look e up? Easily, yeah. Maybe there's multiple. There's like a hundred of them and no one knows all their names or something. Maybe all of them are not public. I'm not sure. Um, anyway, it goes on here. I mean, it's a longer story and stuff. But here's some of the photos with her together with Trump. And it feels like it. on one end it could be, you know, a, a plot to, to frame him or say, oh, people are infiltrating. Therefore, he was he had uh, secret docu or classified top secret marked documents at his Mar-a-Lago home. And people got in there and it was insecure. And therefore, he can he's a... Uh, He's a liability and he can never be voted for, uh, be president again of the country. I don't know what's going on here, but it speaks to both sides of the gay op from the Biden place, if this is a Ukrainian that they used. But it also speaks of Donald and his inner circle of like, oh, look, a Rothschild. This is great news for us. Come on in. Let's let's have you play golf with us at our, uh, as, at our little club, you know. Anyway, bizarre, bizarre stuff, right? Okay. Uh, inflation in Europe. Quick mention here. They're talking about, I saw left-wing media, I was like, things are uh, things are going great. The U.S. dollar is super strong. Everything is going super with the economy. And then it's like, the only reason why it's far faring fairly well is because all the other currencies and all the other economies are tanking right now. So the dollar, for the moment, is basically just standing where it's been for a while. Or, if, or, or the decline is slightly slower. So it looks like, what, what, what are they calling it? A crash up, I think they call it, right? Uh, so check this out. Here's... Uh, Double-digit inflation in many parts of Europe right now. 25.2% inflation in Estonia. 
Lithuania 21.1, Latvia 20.8, Netherlands almost 14, Slovakia 13, Slovenia 11.5, Greece 11, Belgium 10.5, and Spain a little bit over 10% inflation. That is crazy. That is not good. Yep. Okay. Uh, and of course, it's getting getting worse and worse. We have a little st- segment here later of the gas and like Russia's cutting it off and stuff like that. But uh, at a time like this, one of the most important things to do is is of course to go to go hunt down people in various European countries. And uh, the way you do that is you use this new uh, you know the shape of things to come type of uh, fourth industrial revolution technology, namely uh, deep learning and artificial intelligence. Here's a clip from uh, the Euro no France twenty four. Talking about their how, how AI has been deployed in France to hunt down people that have so-called hidden swimming pools. <laughs> this is like perfect use of the technology. Just well, what we need right now. <laughs> doesn't Sweden do something like that? Not the swimming pools, obviously, Norway. but like Norway, Norway to see if you've uh, yes. added on to your house yep. or there's a separate structure you didn't report or tell them about. And they're small enough countries, you know, that they can keep tabs on all the people. Right. So then they can come and get them because yeah. you didn't have a building permit and pay all this money and taxes. Yeah. And all this. They were using Google Earth and they were you they were sitting tax tax men, tax women. I think it was a woman. I saw a, a little segment on that. It's a few years ago now zooming in on different parts of the, the map and like wait a minute here's is that an and then comparing it to their notes and their maps and like, yes here's a oh someone had built a two meter by three meter addition to their barn Ooh, Let's someone go built a sauna there we, we yeah. gotta go tax them you know 100 million kroner now and again, I mean, this is happening in the U.S. That these technologies will be employed everywhere, and like, let let's bring on eighty thousand armed IRS agents. <laughs> what do you think is happening here? Anyway, check out that it's pretty crazy. This uh, this clip here. From afar, nothing seems amiss. The beauty of the Earth and the power of satellite imagery are clear and sharp. But if you zoom in a little and then a little more, there's a treasure trove of data waiting. And for France's tax authorities, such images have uncovered a slew of frauders, namely those that haven't declared their pools. We see in this aerial image on the right, we can see next to the house a swimming pool, which is taxable. If you compare that to the land registry, there's no sign of the pool. Using Google and Capgemini technology, tax officials relied on AI to compare aerial imagery with land registry databases. And in the test, which covered nine French departments, tax officials found over 20,000 undeclared pools, which brought in nearly 10 million euros in taxes. Part back pay, part annual tax. The discovery could soon be a boon for local community coffers. A success the French tax authority plans now on rolling out across the country in September and possibly in time to other home additions. The uses that could eventually emerge beyond pools are tracking buildings which exist and weren't declared. That, see, that's just what we we're talking these about are right there. Shitty human I mean, beings that France do this kind of stuff. France is like circling the toilet right now. Last Wednesday, I showed a clip from like one of the new uh, Netflix documentaries coming out of basically like a race war when like Arabs, Moroccans, Algerians, and Africans are like taking over and like starting a world war. No, a, a let's civil pick on war French in people who added yep. in something onto their house. This is like the, the, never mind you pay $700 and get like this much groceries in the store right now. I know. And it's like French, the French are like experts on this, right? This is the, uh, this is the, uh, kind of the consequence of like the mentality that kicked in after the French revolution, this in- insane Jacobinism. Like we, 
death taxes and you you should you shouldn't this is literally like you you should own nothing and and we'll force you to be happy that that's what this is uh anyway i, th- I just thought it was a crazy clip of like what the hell revealing hidden swimming pools with ai and mm-hmm. ta- and tax oh, yeah. and again it's like well that means then it's only rich people but this could be like a little puddle in the back pool uh, you know back um your back garden or something right uh but this would the point is this is going to be expanded and then expanded and then everyone who's like wants to try to kind of cheat the system just a little bit right we, we squeeze every penny out of these people sick. despicable sick yeah Dog Whistler says, of course, Boris Johnson made sure to ruin any potential peace deal in Ukraine. They absolutely yeah. want World War III. On this issue, the Pope might be right. No, it's not that he's not. I'm saying I'm showing you this because, like, when they drop this, that's the symbols of, yeah. like, that. now it's official. They're, they're, they're moving ahead. This is World War III, you know, kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then we had one on Rumble here. Giant Killer. Don't have a ramp, but just a thank you for your work. Uh, Hindia, Oregon, I think. Yeah. Oh. I think I know who you are. Cool. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Uh, awesome. Um Okay, so speaking of that, then while we oh, and I, I forgot actually, let me let me do this. The AI stuff we got to expand the conversation a little bit. You know that whole thing about how AI needs to become less racist, oh, right? Yes. Again, think back to H.G. Wells' Fourth Industrial Revolution, World Economic Forum, blah blah blah. You know where I'm going with this? The New World's got all the AI run, but they're going to pose and say, no, it, this is just objective reality by an artificial intelligence, and it's it's not biased. In fact, we've taken out the bias from the AI. That's a euphemism for we've made it anti-white. <laughs> Essentially, that's Correct. what that means. Let's because we've talked about these stories, right? There's a, a beauty contest, and for some reason, AI is like picking a, mostly uh, white contestants, right? And that was that's bad. It it mistaked um, what was it? Some women of certain races uh, for men and things <laughs> like AI did that. Oh my God! It means that it's racist. We have to in you know code into it. It's a computer. It's not even <laughs> alive. How can it be racist? <laughs> it's just computing facts because because reality is racist well, right yeah. that's what's so interesting about it like it could actually be an interesting tool to use if you wanted to try so actually describe virtual reality. reality they don't want reality they reality. want augmented reality that's what they want right anyway so you you know what that what that's going and one of the reasons then they have to do that is because they're going to begin using ai again think of depopulation or as we'll talk about later uh, demographic uh, compression or like uh, decline essentially right that's ha- happening it's not only white countries it's happening everywhere right now so you can see like how robots and AI in the future is going to like teach your kids it's like that scene in uh, um, WALL-E right the big robots are like you know a- the ABCs it's like A is for uh, you know, Apple and B is for by and large you know <laughs> like that's how AI is going to be used check out this clip here M- more World Economic Forum stuff
with their lovely music again. Thank you, the World Economic Forum. Appreciate your music right there. Uh, yes, robots going to be teaching everybody and students and run courses in the beginning. And uh, that's, of course, why you have to make it less anti-white. You have to in, take actual discrimination and bias. more anti-white? And, uh, yes, and, and, and weave that into these new systems that's they're kind of, that they're deploying, right? Yes, because anytime they've actually let it do its job, yeah, <laughs> it always computes in our favor. Right? Mostly, uh, interestingly, mostly, yeah, it's like it confirms you know, things we like say. race realism, right, or things like that. Like, yes, there are racial differences, and the AI can even spot it, right? They can, they can spit clearly. Like, if you feed the right data into these things, it will spit back an objective reality which these people hate, and that's why they have to change it, right? And you can also see in the beginning or uh, at the end of this, if the, if this goes into the educational department, that's a huge problem for them, and they can't wheel this out until they have this under control. All right. Um, anyways, changing topics a little bit here. Wanted to uh, cover the Russian situation too. This is kind of going back a little bit, I guess, to the Pope and all that stuff. Um, World War Three, crazy profits right now from Russia. We talked about that in one of our latest uh, shows. Forget which one it was, but it's like they've found new clients. They're making they're, they're making more money than ever. And uh, while the West, of course, is declining, where we can't even heat our homes now, <laughs> and Russia is doing fine. You know what I mean? So now Russia has uh, decided to cut off. Uh, Nord Stream indefinitely, right? No gas exports to Europe whatsoever. This is absolutely insane. And in fact, check out this here. We had a, um, a, ta a tax cut that ended for German gas, gasoline. Uh, and overnight, right at, right at midnight, the new prices uh, hit a record. Look at this uh, little clip here showing that. You can see the prices right there. And right at midnight, boom, changed. Not wow. quite, not quite doubling, but uh, nice increase right there. Let, let me take that again. Look at that from one ninety-three. They're not gallons there, so no, no, American that's uh, liters, liters and wow. one euros. Yeah, there you go. Almost like a, a whole euro. Not, not, not quite, not quite, but still. Point is, like prices are going up. How much is that in dollars then? I don't know. We'd have to do the calculation again. Yeah, liters again. to gallons um, and all that. Maybe someone in Come on, someone do it. Liters to gallons and <clears throat> was it euros to dollars? I guess so. But that's what's that too. Probably it's seven, like, eight bucks or something gallon. Oh, Biden's economy is doing really good. And it's like, no, it's because everyone else is crashing. That's why. Uh, so anyway, so of course, most important thing among all, as everything that has happened is of course Ukraine. Here's some foreign minister, I think in uh, Germany, talking about it's more important to stand with Ukraine uh, before uh, before a German any German citizen. It, this is like Nancy Pelosi. They never stand like, with German citizens anyway on no, anything anymore. No, absolutely not. Uh, it's like Pelosi when he said, like, even if the American capital crumbled to the ground, our support for Israel, Israel. Would, would remain, right? That's yes. kind of in that vein here. But if I give the promise to people in Ukraine, we stand with you as long as you need us, then I want to deliver, no matter what my German voters think, but I want to deliver to the people of Ukraine. And no matter what, what my German voters think, I will deliver You're to the people in Ukraine. You're not living in Ukraine. Ukraine. Isn't this crazy? Gosh. Another, another crazy woman here, right? What the and hell? then the people that vote for her are equally crazy then. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And in some cases, they're not even I'll like they're just... I'll vote to benefit other people, not myself. I mean, that's generally what the uh, leftist Germans do. Mm -hmm. This is why, for me, it's important to be always very frank and clear. 
And this means every measure I'm taking... At least you're being honest about fucking the German people over. <laughs> yeah. I have to be clear that this holds on as long as Ukraine needs me. We are facing now a winter time where we will be challenged as democratic politicians. People will go on the street and say, we cannot pay our energy prices. And I will say, yes, I know. So we help you with social measures. But I don't want to say, okay, then we stop the sanctions against uh, Russia. We will stand with Ukraine, and this means the sanction will stay also in wintertime, even if it gets really tough for po politicians. I, I mean, just get, catapult them out of there immediately. I mean, you know it's bad in Germany, but this is real bad. Like, at every turn, they just, like, stab their own people I in know. the back. Every, how long is this going to go on for? How long like are people going to They literally this? hate themselves and their own people so much. It's just... Yep. Yeah, they want to replace them. They hate them. They want them to starve. They want them to freeze to death. They're forcing vaccines on them. Anymore. Yeah, oh, look at that. At least we're not speaking a foreign language. Well, that, there they, now they are speaking a foreign language in Germany, right? So here, here's another look here, there's another crazy woman here now. Uh, this I thought is, politics was supposed to be better when women get oh, in charge. Oh, it's more peaceful. And it's when feminist energy comes in. <laughs> uh, this Healing is, uh, Mother Earth and all that crap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here's Dutch. And of course, you know, World Economic Forum, right? They have like their claws deeply, deeply into the Netherlands. And part of this is, of course, that the Netherlands is one of the world's largest food exporters. So in order to take control of people, you have to take control of the food. In order to take control of food, specifically in Europe, but they're exporting so much to other parts of the world, you have to take control of the Netherlands. And that's why you have so many damn puppets. That's why they're sending these letters back and forth. Oh, dear Mark Rutte, thank you so much for uh, coming to the forum, being such a good friend for us here. Uh, you know, love and kisses, Klaus, right? Uh, so this is the foreign minister. Uh, let me see here. Of... Uh, no, that's the wrong one. Let me see. He, she is, which, what is she here? She is um, Minister of Defense. That's right. Kajsa Ollongren. It almost sounds uh, Swedish, uh, partly at least. Listen to what she says here regarding, basically, the, what I'm hearing here is like, a, we need, NATO is a world army. It's like the, the EU army that they were talking about for a while will probably be bypassed and it will just go straight to a NATO global army, right? And of course, because then you have America part of that, you have even Turkey now, crazy stuff, right? But listen here about like, we can't be on our own and defending ourselves. She's obviously talking about the situation with Russia here, right? But speaking about World War III, they want a global army and NATO is it. But one warning, I mean, if we all are going to spend more, but going to spend it separately, then only the costs are going to go up. Uh, and then we will not increase our own security. So we really have to work on that. We have to coordinate better. We have to find ways for standardization, for interoperability uh, of our systems, uh, and for joint procurement uh, in ways that countries are already experimenting with now, the Netherlands with Belgium, for instance. Uh, but we have to, to step it up, because otherwise we will keep fragmented armies uh, in national countries instead of a very strong NATO army and also uh, a European defense that can step, step off when necessary in Europe. Yeah, so she's talking about a, a NATO global army, essentially, right? We have to join everything and the spending can't be, you know, distributed across. We have to join everything in a global, uh, globalized kind of entity, global governance. That's what we need. And NATO is going to be the global army. That's what the, the see, the, that's also why this kind of the problem reaction solution thing that Russia's invasion of Ukraine came just at the right moment, right? When that, um, what do you call that? Um, uh, you know, the the you run 
and you hand over the baton to the next person, you know, what a track and what it's called. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. That's basically what happened. It's relay like race. Relay race. Thank you. One thing after the other has have like, a, I mean, they overlap sometimes, but in, in some cases, it's like, you know, uh, the global warming hoax, right? And then like into COVID and then into the Ukraine-Russia war. And then it's over to food shortages. Now it's over to the energy problem, right? And it's all pushing us in that same direction. Uh, here is another clip of uh, Boris Johnson because someone brought up, uh, Dog Whistle brought him up here too. <laughs> Let's just listen to what he says here first. B basically, people can't heat their homes and he's blabbering about saving 10 quid on some goddamn water boiler. Listen to this. If you have an old kettle that takes ages to boil, it may cost you 20 pounds to replace it. But if you get a new one, you'll save 10 pounds a year for every year on your, 10, 10, 10 pounds a year every year on your electricity bill. Uh, what's the what? price of the boiler? Uh, what, 10, 10 quid? I don't know. What, what so is the charge? that's the I 10 quid you would save that year? Well, yeah, but you get a new kettle. So <laughs> it's like keep, basic math. Your... So you're not you're not saving anything. You're still paying hey, a lot of look, money. We have a we have a coupon code. <laughs> Boris save ten jet. Use a checkout. You can get you can it's boil. Embarrassing. <laughs> what the hell is embarrassing? Done? Out with that fucking guy. Can Jeez. we get, can we get someone who's like reasonable and like no. and balanced and and have their shit? Not no, in this no, system. Of course not. So you know, tons of these problem people in the EU. And here, oh, by the way, someone yeah. said it's like nine dollars a gallon equivalent in Germany USD. I, I $9 think that's about a right. Yeah, is what I, it's closer I, to. I, now. I believe you're right. I think. Remember, we did the math on the Swedish numbers. For yeah, a while, that was and years like, ago, and huge. that was like seven dollars a gallon. Taxed. Or something. Yeah, yeah, it's all taxed, and it's all like, well, uh, oh, by the way, too, I should mention, I should have brought that in. Sweden is having a problem now with one of the main nuclear reactors. I think it was Ringhals two, and we've talked about the decommission of these before. There's no options out there now. There, there's no like they're 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 literally turning off our fucking electricity. These people. They're, they're toying with, like, your ability to heat your home. And <laughs> like, it gets cold in Sweden. Yes. Look, maybe there's some light at the end of the tunnel. Maybe that, like, th that's a very interesting dynamic to throw in when you consider the bad situation with uh, the open borders, for example, and the mass migration that has happened to Sweden. What's going to happen if and when they shut off these systems and not, none of these people? But, I, I mean, there's also a lot of Swedes that won't fare w well. You know what I mean? They don't know. There's people who they don't know how to start a fire. They don't even know how to get cat get wood. You know, <laughs> people don't even have, and they don't even have wood stoves anymore. No, that, that's the other thing. They've decommissioned all of that. They're like fireplaces. Oh, renovate. And, Those yeah. cool old Swedish style ones that were in the ones. center of yeah. the the beautiful. home, right? Yep. Like, yep, beautiful. So some of them kept them, but they plugged them up, and they like don't, they don't use them. Like this is suicide. Like now is when you need like a good wood stove. You need to be able to use you know late 18th century type technology around wherever you are. Like each just in case. Look, it might not happen, but it, it very well could, right? Got to be ready. All right, so here's another crazy um, woman here from uh, the Netherlands, another one. Uh, she is the Minister of Finance, Sigrid Kog, praising the UN's Sustainable Development Goals as a rules-based system that will make much things much better, not only for everyone in, in our global home world, but for businesses as well. There's another there. Issues that affect societies and their peoples. Problems that no country alone can tackle, and no sector, company, or individual can address single-handedly. And this is why we have established, for a few decades now, an elaborate system of international cooperation. A rules-based system, provided that everyone complies, 
ensures predictability, stability. Did you hear that there? Provided that everyone complies. It's going to be great if you just listen to what we tell you to do, you're going to be just fine. God, okay? there's so many of these women we've seen throughout the West. Endless. These and, female tyrants. And look, they're not the originators of it. They, 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 no, but they, they love it. They jump on board know, and they help a, push it. Absolutely. They're, they're, they're the hardcore, like, imp, they love to to swing, you know, their imaginary dick in the, like, this is some power move here, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm going to tell you what to do. But they're not the originators of the ideas, but they are sure love to be implementers of them. So this is at the... Global Entrepreneurship Summit in 2019, ESGs, right, we, we speak about this all the time because uh, it's so insane, right, of bringing all the cor corporations under one umbrella of, of these uh, uh, woke rules, essentially. Uh, but as so, so long as everyone's complying, you'll be really good. But also, as he says at the end here, it's going to be great for business. I can't believe they're like, like officially just like shutting, shoving this in your face. Listen to this. Security and legal certainty. And in this context, the Sustainable Development Goals, or SDGs known to all of us, guide our efforts to keep the world livable for everyone, now and in the future, even in the face of future... So we can still have our caviar and our filet mignon while you uh, munch on the bugs, slave. ...scarcity or possible inequalities. To achieve the SDGs is to achieve a transformation. It's a framework that is beneficial for peoples, but it also brings me to my second point. It's a framework that is beneficial for business, big and small. Big and small it's business. It's never good for small business. It's None of be, this. It's going to be great for business, Lana. <laughs> well, there you have it then. Wealth redistribution and uh, social credit score <clears throat> for all the corporations out there. And if you're white, you're like on the bottom of that list, by the way. Yes. You don't get any equity points. Yes, geez. Uh, uh, environment, social, and governance. So a part of the social is basically you get a lower score if you have too many white people working at your corporation. <laughs> Why do you think BlackRock and Vanguard and all these corporations are pushing this? It's not because they're making money on this. Why did they join up with the World Economic Forum? Why? Because they were already aligned. This wasn't like something that happened later. Like, oh, well, this could be beneficial to us. It, that doesn't make sense that a corporation all of a sudden shows up. Okay, so you tell me, we have to comply to all these rules that you inflict on us. And we have to like go for like carbon neutral or whatever it is. Why would they voluntarily line up for this? There's no reason why they would do this. Uh, they're ideologically aligned That's just it. already. And it's not even about money anymore for no, BlackRock no. and no. Vanguard. They Absolutely already own not. the world, you know? Absolutely it's not. It's not about saving a few bucks. Nope. And that kind of takes us, I guess, into the uh, next yeah, story Yeah, because <clears throat> anti-white policy is undeniable. It's being practiced by the biggest institutions on the planet, including major banks. So here's Bank of America now offering zero down payment, zero closing cost mortgages without mortgage insurance, which is PMI, private mortgage insurance, which is is really high if you can't make that down payment oh no problem to, for if you, for black and hispanic latino non-white communities so everybody but white people it's not institutional racism all of a sudden it's not a violation of civil rights in this case no it's it's equity and it's racial justice because there's no poor white people that exist right i mean even bernie sanders said white people you don't know what it's like to be poor that's right and besides all white people are evil racists so you know we have to choke on it even though white people are the majority it's wrong that white people are the majority of the homeowners in america this is 
discarded logic. It doesn't matter that we work our butts off and we get screwed over by banks, by interest, by fees. It doesn't matter that many white folks live paycheck to paycheck and that they saved for years to make that down payment. And and even when they went through hard times, there was no one there to help bail them out. No one, right? They just took their house away despite years of payments made on it, right? Well, just a quick reminder, giving subprime loans out to so-called minorities who uh, yeah, defaulted was a huge part of the 2008 crash. I've heard from several people who worked in that industry who saw it firsthand. So when it happens again, because they're setting it up that it's going to happen again, white people will still be blamed for it. You know it, even though it's non-white homeowners who were given all the help that we never received and they'll never give this. In fact, they'll try and get us to pay for it when these loans are defaulted. So white folks are starting to see, though, this obvious trend that we've been warning people about and getting called all sorts of names for, right? We, we said, we said this kind of stuff like was going to happen. Yeah. Oh, shut up, you white supremacist and that's yep. so racist. And now they're starting to see blatant anti-white discrimination and hate like we have never seen yep. against any other race in the history of all time. And this is really just the beginning of what they want for us if we let this happen, right? But on the plus side, I only see this making our people stronger and these haters more weaker and more dependent, dependent, right? But I also want to remind people, if you're using these big banks, because I see a lot of you do, get off of them and get on a credit union. Credit unions are amazing. They're just as high tech. The customer service is great. You know, they're local. It's nonprofit. Like, just get away from these big banks. Stop Stop putting your money in there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty uh, It's pretty crazy. I mean, this This is seemingly, the, these were the things that were against the law, right? You can't discriminate against white. And, and then there was circumventing it. It's like, remember the, uh, not that I'm a pro, like the monoclonal antibodies for COVID and all that stuff, but it was just a, it was just a point, right? That there's a dangerous, um, you know, kind of first time, an acceptance of those ideas being set by saying, no, if you're white, you can't have access to these medical technologies, so, for example. Also, I want to remind people, too, <clears throat> you might not know this, but I know this when I was digging around. It's not just Bank of America. I mean, there's no, no, lots no. of banks, no. lots of companies, but the government itself yes. has yep. now programs. down payment assistance yep. programs if you're not white. Yep. You can literally get free money for a down payment on a house. And that's just the beginning of it. I think I need to do a video detailing like all the all the perks and, and the goodies that they get that white people don't get right now. Like it's crazy. And even more so with, you know, these like bullshit, uh, you know, trillion dollar packages and stuff. They always put more money in there for these so-called minorities where they could just yeah. go, you know, get stuff that we never get, that we've never been given help for. Again, exactly. We never got help for that. No. We, we built society from the, our people did from the ground up. No. We, when we, you know, when when Europeans came to America, there was no welfare lines to go line up at. There was there was no infrastructure. The, all that shit need to be built. It was built. And and still to this day, I mean, I, I did and that. half the people died. Half the pioneers that came to America died trying. Yeah, and I did that. Uh, we we put it as its own segment about all the aid to Africa. It was like the equivalent of That's 50, 50 Marshall plans that uh, the West have given to Africa, right? And it's like, can you imagine if we started spending this money on our own instead, right? And uh, and it's just like, it's not just banking and loans. It's now you know scholarships. It's things like the medical school, which was one of the Penn Penn State universities. I forget which one it was. 
where all of a sudden the the M was it MCAT score? Yeah, they're um, just oh, you don't have to do that anymore you don't, if you're you don't, not white. Exactly, it's like you, you can, can get into the get doctor into medical program school mm-hmm, without, without passing that. That's yeah. right. That's outrageous! Insane. That's, it's totally insane. I mean, outrageous! And, and there's all these things, right? All these things are happening every other week. There's something new. But like then this when you like, say, oh, no okay, allowed. if you're going to have these kinds of policies, then I just want to see a white doctor. <laughs> then oh my God, no! Oh, I, exactly. We're going right. to force uh, all these minorities to do your open heart surgery because because there's no obviously there's no kind of anti anti white rhetoric right now happening you know kind of in our culture and in our media or entertainment uh, that's not really happening so I'm sure there's no one with like hidden biases out there against white people right uh, as we you know well we get to that but, but but their plan for us is to become minorities in our countries can you imagine are we going to get we are we going to get help like this no no, no never nada. We no. stole everything, you see, but somehow we have to like pick up the tab for everything, and we can't get a leg up. We can't get help, including, of course, the, some of the most poor uh, poor uh, people in our countries uh, are, are white people. <laughs> they don't get yeah. any help, you know what I mean? The majority is. Well, speaking of banks, I want to talk about Bank of Canada. Zero Hedge had this tweet. I was looking into the story. This is delightfully surreal. Soon, Twitter will ban for central bank criticism. Yeah, uh, it's not that one, but it's the Zero oh. Hedge. Bank of Canada takes to Twitter to set the record straight on printing money claim. You pull that up there? Where is it? Okay. I don't know. That's the Bank of Canada it. one I have there. Oh, is it this one? Okay. I think I got it. <laughs> uh, here we go. That one. That yeah. One. Yep. So that one. So the Bank of Canada, they're going onto Twitter to fight misinformation about big banks because they're such an innocent, misunderstood underdog. Right? Not only are they trying to school people on economics and inflation. This is Bank of Canada, but other banks, I'm sure, are doing this. Yes. They're responding to people who accuse them of just printing more money to finance you know, the federal government. And that's pretty much what they're doing. They're just printing money now, right? So they went onto Twitter and are like, oh, no, that's not right. And basically, big banks, what, what they're telling you, Bank of Canada, they want you to listen to their experts and not second guess anything they do and say, because you're just a dumb idiot. You're not an expert. You don't work at the center. Central bank, you don't know. And if you're a Canadian who's upset about inflation, the power of central banks, rising interest rates, and this high cost of living, and if you distrust the Bank of Canada's operations and you question it, you are spreading misinformation online. And soon they're going to be going to Twitter to ask to ban your account for criticizing major banks. Like that's going to be the next trend. It's just yeah. amazing. It's and amazing. by the way, Want to remind you, remember this story? We didn't cover this in detail, but here's more of this horrible Bank of America. I mean, that you have to get off of there. I mean, yeah, this is like one of the worst horrid. ones. Wells Fargo, of course, they're bad. They're banned us, right? All this uh, crazy, uh, crazy stuff. But remember this one? They said that the American worker have too much leverage, <laughs> right? It's like it's kind of there's too many job openings out there, which means that the American worker has a kind of an advantage in the situation right now. And they have internal memos here that was released. And for once, the Intercept, this was a long time ago, they did some good stuff, but occasionally it happens over at the Intercept. They had uh, access to uh, this memo, which uh, revealed that we hope the conditions for the American workers will get worse, essentially. The financial behemoth privately fears that regular people have too much leverage. This is Bank of America it's right amazing. here. amazing. Holy amazing. shit. Amazing. And, and, <laughs> and we go through, the, we don't have time right now, but go through that article. It's up on uh, The Intercept. Here's the RCAD version of it. But this is some crazy shit. This is back from July, and we didn't cover it in detail at the time. Uh, a, the memo, a mid-year review from June 17 was written by Ethan Harris, the head of the global economic research for the corporation's investment banking arm, Bank of America Securities. It's specific, uh, 
yeah, it's specific aspiration. By the next year, we hope the ratio of job openings to unemployed is down to the n more normal highs of the last business cycle. It, I mean, it, it gets worse from that. It just goes on. Uh, scum, <sighs> absolute scum, <laughs> you know. And then you think, oh, well, they just want to make money. They're capitalists, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, clearly not. It's They're like handing that. off, you know, f not free loads, zero down payment to non-whites yeah. right now. It's just speaking political of, Speaking political of that, group. you know, the whole student debt forgiveness, it's a 10,000 lousy dollars. But if you're not white, I forgot to add this. If you're not white, it's, it's right? $20,000. Yeah. And by the way, too, yes. did you see that? All the conservatives that were complaining on this, oh, my God, the student, uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of like student forgiveness and stuff. It, it encouraged the bad behavior. We played clips of guys who shows up like angry at people like uh, Elizabeth Warren, like, hey, w wait a minute, like, you're talking about get uh, debt forgiveness, student. Uh, what student about all the people before, the couple generations before? What do they get? Well, any, any but tax? not even that. The very person now alive that said, I did everything right, I paid off my loans, but then my buddy. He went up partying. He didn't give a shit about this. And now he's all his loans are forgiven. And I have to be punished because I did the right thing. Yeah. It's crazy, right? But all these conservatives have taken out these PPP loans, which they got. I forget what it stands for, but it was during the pandemic back from 2020 onwards. And they're not paying them the back. government was like, oh, this is for small businesses and medium sized businesses. Get, you know, here's free money essentially for your businesses. And it was all these people like Marjorie Taylor Greene, like $400,000 forgiven. Matt Gates, I think it was like almost closer to a million. I don't have the numbers. It was one thing I guess the White House did, which is like, yeah, all right, they, they pointed that out, right? Um, they are complaining on on debt forgiveness, but then they were given the same thing, <laughs> essentially, yeah. right? Yeah. And just like, oh, here's free COVID money, right? All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. <sighs> God. Anyway, it's uh, uh, crazy times. Musk, Skrillian, both of you are pissing me off. He's saying that uh, Negroids built everything in this nation. You both seem to uh, expect to have things easy off of their blood, sweat, and tears. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, uh, uh, Musk, Skrillian. Dog Whistler, remember Jack Elon and all of the social media tech guys all started in fintech and payment processing. Yes. Bank and tech are so interwoven, of course, you won't be able to question central banking online. Yeah, well, yep, that's right. It's soon enough. That, we say, this is what it's come to. It's thing. anything that they say. Anything they, they say. They say that we print money, right? Oh, I get it. I have to. I, but now it's this. also just who you are, obviously, because oh, we yeah. could post things up on some of these platforms, something completely non-controversial. <clears throat> I, I still should do that, like baking cookies and put that up on YouTube and yeah. see how long that lasts, because that, even that will get bans. Yeah, look, speaking of Rumble there, too, but I, just a, a, an experiment to test, right? We have 700 watching right now on uh, Rumble. And we have uh, <clears throat> the Jimmy Dore show, I think, is number one. It's like 3,000 watching, right? There's He's one a bigger... with nine watching right but, now. But we're that's not promoted. I thought that they would have an organic like listing, the people that are, you know, are being live streaming but I look I'm not upset about it. it is what it is but I thought it was I thought it was better no, I wanted to dishonest. do the experiment and see and see and see where the where, where they were at but okay anyway uh, I guess blacklisted on rumble too then at least <sighs> we get at least we get to stream there but anyway so, okay Odyssey so, next week uh, probably so check this out we, we talked about the craziness of money right I was gonna say it's gonna be uh, illegal soon to say that the Federal Reserve is like brrr, printing money indefinitely remember this clip I played it Wednesday but this is gold check, check this out to the person who is about to grab their car keys and go to the ATM and take out $3,000, you say what? You don't need to. Your ATM is safe. Your banks are safe. There's enough cash in the financial system. And there is an infinite amount of cash at the Federal Reserve. An infinite, an infinite, <laughs> an infinite. The an infinite yeah. amount of cash at the eyes. Federal Reserve. <laughs> Hey, 
think that's a yeah. Swede who did that because that's a Swedish uh, tune right there. Is it, they're yep. just printing Smurf, the money. The Smurf song. Yes. You know it. You know it. But you know eventually that's going to be illegal to say. Or legal. But, well, yeah, maybe illegal. But uh, at least like ban worthy, right? If you do it, you're ban worthy. Did you miss the one with the, about the Vedas? <coughs> Friend uh, of Fagan? Oh, yeah. Do you want to check that one? The Vedas being the ancient <coughs> Aryan mystic religion that Tesla and Niels Bohr tapped into for scientific theory on energy and quantum physics. Vril, right? Vril. Is that the, yeah. right, adjacent to uh, that? I think I think so, yeah. Vril. I mean, it, it, they, I don't think, call it that. I think that's later. It's the uh, Germans uh, dubbing it that, but I think it uh, maybe it's describing similar things, right? All right, so let's talk a little bit about uh, the demographics and, of course, home prices. You're going to get, a as you said, a 2008 crash, probably even worse. In Canada, right? is super bad right now, yes. too. Yes. So here's from Vancouver Sun here. Uh, British Columbia now has the lowest fertility rate in Canada. Home prices are partially to blame. Isn't it most Chinese people there now? It's uh, Hong Kouver? Probably. I think yeah. so, yeah. Um, in 2020, the fertility rate in BC was down to 1.17 children per woman with the next lowest one in Nova Scotia at 1.24. I think Canada as a technicality is one of the nations that is replacing itself faster than any other country right now. By the way. Which one? Say that again. Uh, I think it was uh, <clears throat> uh, Canada. Uh, actually, it's number one on that list of like the replacement is happening at the fastest rate oh, right there. Um, researchers say one of the contributing factors is lack of access to affordable housing. But other reasons, including involving uh, values and changing demographics. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Anyway, the, go through that. It was actually, um, what's his name again? PPC, uh, the People's Party of Canada. Um, what's his yeah, name Yeah, I know you're talking about. Oh, my God. M Maxine, Maxine Bernier, yeah. who linked that one up. And he said that it, it's crazy because, like, you want, you want that up and down ability in the housing market that's actually like a good thing not, not that it is like you don't have to drive it to the point of a crash of course you know because then people also don't have any money oh price prices are low oh but no one has money or don't want to spend it but before no naturally believe it or not things in human civilization acted kind of like things in nature you have a winter you have a summer you have a spring you have an autumn up and downs right breath uh, take in air <laughs> exhale right so basically when there was a demographic decline for whatever reason temporarily in the country. You don't make up for that by opening the borders and bringing in immigrants. It's actually good and, and necessary for a nation to, to have some of that decline occasionally. Yes. That means, well, look at that. Houses are becoming cheaper. You can start a family. You can get a bigger house, which means you can have a bigger family, right? These things. And voila, all of a sudden, you have a demographic upswing again. Yeah, it's, it, has, right? it has to be dynamic, right? And, yes. and ebb and flow. Like, that's that's natural, totally natural. It can't just be like this all the time. But now we live in, let's play that part again. Now we live in this society. <laughs> You get the idea, right? It's like it's it's a party that never ends, right? Prosperity, and you know, that of course have been lend more money, print more money, more population, more stores, more ex, you know, expand everything, cut down the forest, build the sprawling malls all over. Things are going great, and it's like, and then people come back with that. Well, you don't want the economy to do bad, do you? And it's like, and, and they're using that as a reason, as a excuse for replacing us in our countries. Well, it's been it's been doing so well. I, I, I really need to do that speech. I'll do it on the member sec, uh, side. The speech by um, what was his name again? Not Zeldin, Daniel or Peter Zenlin or something. I forget. What, he's like a mainstream. I've mentioned a couple of times mainstream geopolitical guy, but he talks about that like the, the demographic squeeze that's coming and the decline. 
in in most countries it's not only happening in western countries it's happening like almost all over not not everywhere but in many other areas as well and it was like oh that means the the era of like uh, you know prosperity is over and things are going to go down again it's like wait a minute we've had number of occasions throughout history when you have massive population decline and in fact you've had very Black good plague? conditions after that yeah Things are like booming, things are taking off. I'm not saying like, yeah, let's just kill everybody and things will be great. I'm not saying that either, but I'm just saying if you, for the most part, kind of leave these things to in their natural organic cycles, it tends to, you know, it get, it, it's not just like, oh, now it's getting worse and it's over forever. That's what they're acting like. Like clearly humans are not just going to stop having children all no, of a sudden. And that's of course that. not. You know what I mean? Of course not. But that's how they're acting sometimes. So here's, I'm going to show you, here's a... Uh, animation here to show this that the uh, demographic population pyramid where, where are we here uh, this is from the US and I maybe this would have been better to add the colors a little bit maybe stronger colors so you can see how the non-white population grows versus the white population to, to get an idea uh, but it starts from 1900 and it uh, shows you you know kind of a man on one side f women on one and it shows you uh, the increase of the population look at this here So you have age on the left-hand side there, and then year, that's what's going upward on the uh, right-hand side. Uh, for the podcast audience here, we're, just, we're basically just showing like the, the, the population boom, right? The boom, when the boomers, after, after uh, Second World War, when that happened, and uh, also the increasing in darker uh, red and darker blue. Again, red is uh, female, blue is male, uh, but the darker colors uh, are... Uh, non-white populations and then the one in the center the lighter blue and the lighter red that's uh, white people so what you're saying is it's not just happening to us well i mean that that demonstrates of course the 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 uh, population replacement as well at the same time but i'll get to this i'll get to the other uh, aspect of this because there is kind of Someone said there's light at the end of the tunnel. It's it's bad, but then there's it, it's good in other... If you take a long-term view, there's a lot of things that could change along the way. Patriotic Alternative had a good uh, article about the uh, what had happened in Argentina, for example, right? The decline of Argentina, case study in demographic change. Interesting piece. I recommend you to read it. We don't have time right now to go through it in, in detail. Uh, but it's just another example, you know, country that you can add on to, as, a, as a study, like what what, what happens, right? They also talk about the European beginnings. I was like founded by Europeans. It was like European stock. Argentina was, of course, one of the countries where I think a lot of I've Germans emigrated to, for example, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, things like that. And uh, before, we, by the way, before we move on and talk about some of the other um, uh, things regarding demographics, it was actually the uh, just pertinent to the to the topic. Uh, the vice president of Argentina was actually uh, attempted to be assassinated today. Do you see that? Oh, really? Look I didn't see that. Argentina. 
So apparently the uh, the gun failed to fire. Do you see that right there in the? Yeah. Oh, Please. I don't think right it's at her face. Well, I don't think it's they... a gay op. I think they just it failed to fire. They say right there. Click. It was like right at her face. Or do you see that's Vice President Christina Kirshner uh, attempted assassination. The assailant, a 35 year old Brazilian, has been arrested. So Brazilian. Hmm. Uh, because it's, a, it's such a, it's a, isn't that the future model in Brazil? <laughs> it's not like, that's where everything's going to be great. Just when we get to Brazil level, that, that'll be fine, right? Um, so let me show you a couple of other things here. This was a post saying, uh, there is light at the end of the tunnel, speaking about the demographic thing. Yes, it's bad. Short term is bad. But you also have to keep in mind, like, motivation by white people and the type of white people that remains will be a different type of white, uh, white person. It will be one who most likely is conservative, is interested in having a lot of children. Unless there's something where, like, you literally can't have kids because of, you know, fertility or because of, um, yeah, the COVID vaccine or, you know, what, like something like well, that. And that's right? mostly leftists who have taken that, right? That's what it looks, looks like right now. Or there's something else that comes into the picture. Yes, of course, then you still we can still approach some kind of like children of men type scenario, but at least uh, for now. Uh, Foreign-born and U.S.-born Hispanics, big drops in birth rates, says one of the charts here. They say U.S. white demographics will outcompete, notably, Hispanic demographics. There are enough young white religious communities in the countryside to make this happen. Rapid industrialization is Mexico, in Mexico, has sterilized, they say here, fertility. NAFTA shipped out their young workers, replaced their homes with failed mega projects, and their stay in the U.S. has crowded them into apartments or southwest tent slums. Mexicans will experience Chinese-style demographic winter in 20 years. The migrant worker import project has failed. American whites can sustain their own pool of laborers. There is hope where there is the largest group grouping of young whites globally. And they say in this piece here, Americans, uh, let me see, let me just pan out that for a second. Also, the so more liberal see. they get, the less kids they have. Yes. We and, and see just, that trend. And uh, it, that's what this one just says here. And maybe I should have moved that down a little bit so you can see total fertility rate in Mexico from 1900 uh, to 2020. And of course, it goes from a crazy number. So at 6.78, 6.75 uh, in the 50s, uh, 60s rather. Uh, to now in 2020, just about uh, 2.14, which of course is approaching. It's not. It's still replacement, but it's still approaching ours uh, number, right? Uh, and this article here, forget what the source here is. It's a. Um, it says there are there are some clouds on the horizon. While it is aging slowly, the American population is still uh, is still aging. And while Mexicans are young, they are aging faster than Americans. At some point in the mid-2050s, the average Mexican is highly likely to be older than the average American. But even in the worst-case scenario, demographically uh, speaking, the United States has something hardly anyone else has in the world of disorder we're fa- that we're falling into, time. Their systems to design and implement uh, a new ism is just a few years. The Americans and Mexicans have decades, at least until 2050. There's something to be said for being a late bloomer. Americans and the Mexicans' partners will be able to look across the world and learn from what everyone else tried. Um, so that's just about the kind of the Hispanic population in uh, in America. But I'm going to go through, as I said, that speech in more detail. It's happening in China. It's happening in other. I think you mentioned that too. One of the only countries, uh, or sorry, co- where the continent where it's booming 
and expected to boom. But again, these are just projections. Africa? This could go as in any directions. Is Africa, exactly. It was like 1.5 to, no, 4 billion at the end of the century. Now, I, I don't think that that's going to happen. It's just not, it's not sustainable. <laughs> it's literally not going to work. And there's so many other, you know, part, the equation is, it's so difficult to predict this, right? Because on some level, they, st uh, statisticians and demographers, they look at the statistics right now what they have in front of us. And they're giving us this like doomsday scenario of like whites will be completely gone by 2080 because they're not having kids. And it's like, do you think this they is not going to change along the way? Like they're kind of Jedi Wasn't mind tricking it last us. week that we played a clip of this woman? She was the only child. Yes. I think it was in Weekend Warrior, right? It she was, went yeah. from the only child, maybe we should put out that clip, yeah. uh, to then having 11 herself, and she just had her 100th great-grandchild. Yes. <laughs> so, like, you can turn that around in a couple generations. Yeah, it's this now, story I know right that, here. Check I know that, that not everyone can have 11 kids, but I right. know I know plenty of women and young women and women who are older who've had, like, seven kids already. And we're not talking just, it used to be like, oh, that's the religious people. <laughs> not Not anymore. It's no, just no. people on the right of yep. various different, uh, you know, on the different spectrums are having lots of kids. They see the importance. In yeah, it. as I said, you're going to have a squeeze and then that's going to begin to change. But um, this uh, Peter Zaitan, I think his name is, very interesting, super mainstream, right? But he gets you an idea uh, of a lecture of like how he was like, a, he was recommended by like Mitt Romney. He's like normie tier, you know, Republicans are, are going to him to like get data to like, how do we, what's going to happen in the future business? Has hire him to try to predict more different markets and stuff like that, right? And uh, he was talking about that, like basically this is happening everywhere. And my point of that is like, and so he said, oh, that's why end of prosperity, it's horrible, everything is over. And it's like, no, because it's been like cheap money, cheap calories, like cheap, and it, that's been the worst for our people in a way, right? Of course, yeah. We have to have pressures. It has to be hard. Certain things has to be hard. We've had way too easy, way too comfortable. I think a little bit of hardship is actually something that would be very good for us. And in mo yeah. many cases, that's also when people tend to have more children. You know, it's like, yeah, hey, I want the latest iPhone. You know what I mean? And now it's like, no, we're going to invest that into our kid. And in many cases, that means, of course, in the past, that means uh, workforce. While these Midwesterns Helpers. in the U.S. had like, you know, huge families, it's because they needed uh, farmhands, essentially. And yeah. having kids was one of the we easiest need the, ways. We also need the good whites to replace the bad whites, <laughs> right? So not only That's are we dealing naturally. with demographic replacement, we're also, we also <laughs> are dealing with trying to replace certain crowds in within our own race, right? Yep. yep. Uh, Dog Whistler says, we just need to secure a future for our children. And here's a few bucks to help your growing family, Henrik and Lana. Thank, Thank you. you. FYI, we just had a baby, April, and it, ha and it has been the best thing. Well, congratulations. Awesome. After congrats. struggling 10 years of miscarriages, we were oh, blessed to wish for more. I'm oh, wow. sorry to hear that, but it's awesome that you got one. That's Absolutely. Awesome. Never yeah. give up. Never give up. Awesome. Beetlejuice, baby shekels, congratulations. Thank you so much. Really appreciate Very that. Very kind. Thank you, Beetlejuice. And Musk Squirrelian, for people interested in your brand of paganism, are there any books or websites you recommend? Uh, I'll give you a couple. I've emailed you about it and I understand you're busy. I'm incredibly eager to get into some good research. Most pagan stuff I see online is pretty laggy and obviously not what you guys are into. Yes, yeah. I would recommend recommend. I should shoot you an email, a couple. Yeah, I, I started it. I'm sorry, I haven't sent it off yet. Uh, thank you for the reminder, by the way, but I will get it off to you. And uh, I have a, a number of sources where you could begin. 
Uh, even you know, some of the shows we've done, too. Some of the shows, but yeah. Elaine de Benoit on being a pagan. I was going to try and get him on, the French guy. Yeah. Stephen McNallan, as a true native European spirituality is great. Yeah. Uh, Arthur Kemp. I just I want to get him back on, but if you go to Austera Publications, I was just looking over there, and you type in European religions, he has a bunch of really great books there. I knew about all the sources um, and haven't yeah. checked all of them. Yeah, no, no, there's some, really, there's some really good stuff there, yeah. like Valhalla and European traditions and Celtic gods and the rites of old Europe, and he's got a bunch of good stuff there. What was the uh, European religions? European okay. religions, and uh, he himself had written one, I think it was more recent recently on like uh, European uh, older traditions and stuff so okay, cool. that's a good one and then also a guy that I just interviewed I know he's in in Russian he's far more fluent and his work it just sounds much richer and grander but Asker Svart mm -hmm. he has a book that was translated into English that I did a show about on um uh, pagan traditionalism, the, the dawn of uh, pagan traditionalism, which was right. was very good because it's incorporating some of these older ideas into modern times and and how does it coincide and fit together, right? Right. So, right. Like European paganism in a modern uh, modern day perspective. Cool. I, and I will try to get that email off to you. And I do apologize about the delay, but yeah, it's been <laughs> crazy busy for trying to try to keep up. It's crazy every every uh, every day. There's something we are uh, oh, you know over know. overworked with and, and stuff. But no, I, I will get that off to you. At, at least somewhere to begin, right? It might not be like a, the the, the a compen excellent uh, you know to go to list forever, but just like a start at least. I will get that off to you. Uh, but also, yeah, so check out that uh, story if you didn't see it yet over at RedEyesMembers.com. The latest, for now, Weekend Warrior Show. We're going to do a new one, of course, here over the weekend as we do. Uh, but, you know, people are always like, you know, oh, what do we do about it? You know, and, and I get that, right? It's not, it's not that. It's not, you know, we, you, you want solutions. And we talk about them regularly, timing. too, timing. by the way, right? Yeah, we talk about timing. We talk about demographics. We talk about birth rates. We talk about uh, values. We're talking about uh, things you can and should do individually yourself. That change begins with you. It's not Your actually household, about right? changing the world first and yeah. inflicting. You know, if we can just look, there is a problem, obviously, with like elites and and external uh, groups that are doing things to us and all that stuff. And all that's true. And it, this is no way to diminish or uh, you know deny that. But there's something to be said for you beginning changing and, and going in a direction that you want to do, irrespective of the conditions that you are, uh, you know, uh, pressured to or, or into or or that you're subjected to. That's a better word. Things that you are subjected to or circumstances or something like that. And it, sometimes it's as kind of weird and LARPy, actually, as fake it until you make it in a way. That's like... Yeah, LARP for a while. There's nothing, you know, I saw this great meme uh, or a tweet, I guess it was. Someone said, uh, and I forget all the names now, but it was like, oh, uh, you know, uh, Alexander the Great was just uh, LARPing as uh, Darius or, so, you know, like, uh, you know, and they went through the history and like well, Caesar was LARPing as Alexander the Great. standing on the and, you know, shoulders of yeah. giants from previous generations. Like, right. That's how it works. You, tr you try, you, you emulate those that you admire until you become one who is admirable, right? That's it's right. a lot about these. I, anyway, I was going to make a video about that, but it's sometimes it's a little bit of, you know, the reason why we bring up, you know, we try to bring in positive news too, of course, such as the, the the demographic stuff, right? But part of the job that we have is to point out the bad things that are happening to us. And if you personally are at a stage where you're like, it's just caving in on me, it's too much and stuff, stop watching. <laughs> it's like, don't, it, it's not the point. Work on yourself. Work on building right. up yourself, your your family, whatever your profession is, and don't comply 
<laughs> first of all, yeah. don't comply and do what's going to make you ha- a happy, fulfilled person, right? And get you, get your own house in order. I think if we all do that, and if we all have that frame of mind, and we all hold this future vision of what we want for our families and our people, yeah. it, it's going it's going to happen. Like that pendulum is going to swing. Yeah, yeah you got to hold you got to hold a vision in your mind of what you want, what you want to achieve. To a certain extent, is par not parsley. This is not some like, well, you just think it, then it will happen. But it's about you being and finding yourself in circumstances where you look for the solutions to the problems that you have. If you are blackpilled and closed down and shut down and basically like, ah, it's over, that's it, nothing's going to happen. Then it will be. <laughs> you will never put yourself in a situation where opportunity will present itself, right? Yeah. So you have to kind of have that mindset a little bit. And part of this, of course, as I said, is if, you know, our, our job is to point out the negative stuff. And the reason for that is because we want to have, we want you to invite more people around you to join our side and to come over, open the tent and say, hey, look, we're in a bad situation collectively as a group, as a people, we need to wake up to this. And part of that is to kind of, you know, scare people straight to a certain extent, w- w- like wake them up, like with, you need to shock them so that they wake from their slumber. That's just kind of part of it. You shake them up. Uh, and it's okay. It's, it's just about share share our videos and short clips that we do with others around you. You know what I mean? That could help. That's a way you can still be, uh, be, be supportive of us is to help to spread the word about it. Her- help share, sh- share a clip or a video that we do to one of your friends. Yeah, there's or, a lot of people you know, who still don't know some of these basic things. Oh, they're kidding. It's the majority. They have no idea. They have no arguments. They don't know what's happening. It's like we're in a bad state. We need to like wake our people up. And that's, that's 101. That's why we're doing what we're doing. But then at the same time, you concurrently with that, you run, um, you know, you call it activism or just like... Um, uh, proposals for uh, steps that you can implement to make things better around yourself and in your own life, right? And it begins with you. No one else is going to show up and fix this for you. That's the that's the main thing. And we're not into this because it's easy, right? It's not because we want a quick fix and it's just pushing a button and everything's done for you. We're doing this because it's hard. And it's because it's hard that it will make us better, right? Because we challenge ourselves, we improve mm-hmm. ourselves, we become role models, we do the best we can, and we we supersede that, and we become someone that people around us can say, "Hey, they have their shit together. Something they're doing something right." And even if everything is not right, they might have the right mentality at least to create those conditions. You know what I mean? So I, anyway, I was working on a video on that. So that's something I'm going to do. But the point is, sometimes it's just like you know. Oh, you're just asking for donations and money and nothing's happening and kind of stuff. And it's like, well, that's because we have to wake our people up number one and one. And yes, believe it or not, but we get shit done with resources and means. That's just how the world works. Like, Are we going to let Ben Shapiro sit there with there's millions of dollars while we are sitting on our ass and can't do anything because our people out there are not willing to step up and support our own people, right, to to put resources in where we can actually expand and do stuff. And it's not only about us, but it's about the sphere of people that are talking about these kinds of things that are out there. You have to engage. You have to help them out. You have to support them. You have to support us. You know what I mean? That's just what it is. Let's not like... Let Dave Rubin be the the guy who has all the means. The Ben Shapiro's have all the means. Prager, you, all that. Let's let them have millions of dollars while we sit on our asses and do nothing and go nowhere. We got to drop that loser mentality. Okay, and we have to become prosperous. We have to become better. We have to do and more. And it starts with expand. the mindset. Okay, the mindset yes. and yes. seeing yourself being victorious. Yes, <laughs> you have to think increase so that you will increase. If you're thinking decrease all the time and loss, 
then that's what you are going to attract in your life. I do think that that is a, a basic uh, principle. I don't know if it's spiritual, metaphysical, whatever, uh, laws of nature. I have found that that is true. And that's also why I did this video. I, a lot of people enjoyed it, but there's some people, why are you doing this video about your gut instinct? Well, first of all, I'm not a spring chicken anymore. There's certain things that I've learned, and there's important wisdom, I think, that needs to be imparted to uh, younger generations, things that I, I wish I heard certain things when I was younger that could have made certain things easier or uh, you can understand why this thing was happening to you or working on certain things. It's important to be able to, to also build yourself up and, and be a whole human being that's not uh, a screwed up individual because there could be people too that understand a lot of pro-white concepts but maybe their own life isn't in order or some things are kind of chaotic or they're not whole or there's some damage or there's been some abuse or they need some healing like that aspect is also very important to be <clears throat> working on on building up our people and edifying them strengthening them imparting wisdom to them i think that that also is part of the work yeah you know and we're partially as I said in, in this video too, the reason why our race is in the state that it's in is because a lot of us didn't follow our gut instincts, right? We knew things were wrong, but we just kind of ignored it. We just kind of went along to get along, to not ruffle any feathers. Uh, we didn't take our own space. We didn't own our own space. Like there's weaknesses that we have uh, individually, but also collectively. And I think that we're coming into a time where we're reflecting on what those weaknesses are and trying to turn them around to turn them into strengths, you know? Well, think about that, right? How many times have you been told by the propaganda, the anti-white propagandists out there that, well, when we say the whites are evil and you have privilege and you're the, you know, the bad, oh, that, that you're feeling resistance, that means it's it's working. You know what I mean? That, that means that it's true. Have you heard that? Like, it's important for you to go against those basic instincts. No. That's what they're saying no. now to us, to, to get us to swallow Those that. alarm bells of but annoyance are going off that's for your a reason. Gut. Exactly, right, exactly. But they're trying to turn that against you and say, no, no, that means it's true. And so you need to work work on removing those or, or, or not feel those things anymore. And let us take over. Let us, uh, you know, uh, take over your resources, give away, have guilt. That's one of the, the one of the most powerful tools and weapons they have is white guilt. And to just guilt us into yeah, complying and going along right. with their uh, suicidal of us demands. Yeah. And a lot of these things are one on one concepts, but people have to hear them again. They have to be reminded again and from a pro-white perspective <laughs> you know sure. because some people can say oh well this is kind of like some pop psychology well there's some truths to some of these uh, 101 of basic course. psychology psychological principles and elites have harnessed these things and used them against our yeah. people so isn't it better that they be aware of those things become conscious of some of those techniques that are being used against them so that they can spot well, them yeah, in the future well, of course and i mean it's, in and many not cases fall victim too, to these things you know even if even if some of the ideas circle in mainstream areas and stuff, that's just because that's how they they got to have some truth to get you to accept the poison. <laughs> you know I mean, so they, have, they have truisms that they still regurgitate in order to go, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's pretty cool. And then all of a sudden the, the hook comes, right? The rat poison is added later to the 99% uh, you know, oat or whatever it is. Right? Or they just give you this much of the truth and they don't follow through completely. That's why right. I see like Jordan Peterson's 12 well, yeah, Tips for Life, which my guest yeah. and I discussed, but then elaborating, you know, for they're taking it from uh, our perspective yeah. of, you know, giving you the full course meal. Well, yeah, like, and that's, that's what that, needs to happen. That's why you have people out there like the Daily Wire, Ben Shapiro's, the David Rubens, the, uh, you know, to a certain extent, yeah, Jordan Peterson, 
look, there's a slew of them. They're like still kind of conservative. They're, they're, they're but they're sold as some kind of like, you know, antidote to like uh, global the, the the you know the global order kind of thing in a way right now. But they will never offer you the offer you those solutions, right? It's it's to keep the conservative movements, especially locked in the state of like, no, we're all equal. Oh, they're trying to divide us. And some of these anti-CRT people couldn't even say that it's anti-white, for example, like the CRT. And they couldn't even say, no, 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 it's racist. Uh, it, it's like um, segregation again. And it's like, no, the only one that's being segregated is white people. They're the ones like getting, you have no room here, out with you. Yeah. So I'm saying like, they're being you know promoted right they're being they're out there as like some kind of ba- counterbalance to like liberal leftist insanity team pool for example that we made fun of in the beginning right but it's up to us here that understand that those things and those institutions those people those groups those media outlets those individuals are are not they don't go to the full extent of us actually solving the problems that we face right there, there is a temporary steam valve, so you can like laugh at like uh, you know with let's go Brandon memes for a little bit, but then like okay, well what, what's at the end of the tunnel? No, in fact, when you come up against that and say, well, maybe we should begin um, acting uh, you know as a group and, and looking out for our own uh, interests and stuff like that, and say, like, no, whoa, 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 slow down, you know, you can't have that. You got to be trapped in the same. It's like they want to replace us too, but just legally and slowly, then it's fine. You know what I mean? Anyway, you guys know this, and it's kind of a, a rant at this point. But hey, it's look, it's really important for you guys who are out there to support us. Don't uh, I, I think the I think the people out there who are saying that we should uh, be be poor and suffering and shouldn't have any shouldn't have any means and it's you can only be genuine or uh, mean well if you don't make any money and of course the reason why we need to make money is so that we can get shit done. Okay, we want to expand, want to bring more people aboard, want to get make more videos, want to make the things that people out there can take and use. They can share it with their friends. They can share it with their family. They can help wake them up. They can, you know, this is like a a, a snowball, right? That, that keeps growing. And that's just how it is. You have to expand. You have to have resources. You have to have means. And I think those people are saying that we shouldn't are, are the worst for our people. It's like they have that mindset of like, no, we just need to like lie in the in the gutter and, and suffer. And that's the only way. Like, and yeah. whine all yeah. the whole time. Everything that we do here, we reinsert into uh, this business and, and, and trying to get Red Eyes to grow, right? And, of course, without your support, it's very hard, right? It's impossible, in fact. Anyway, so with that, uh, definitely check out the member section, guys, because we have stuff up there for you. We don't just want to you know, ask for your donations or whatever. We want to offer you something as well. So we have you know, more shows, more videos up there for you guys, and we appreciate the support. Thank you to everyone being with us for a while. We love you guys. We can't do this without you. Uh, and in fact, I want to just give a shout out to our executive producers here today. Uh, as well, speaking of which, T. Lothrop Stoddard, V. Miller, Resin Revolt, Good Luck Lap, Jake, Red Pill Rundown, Chalky Milk, and our uh, latest um, newcomer here, Wild Rose Active Club. Thank you guys. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for your support. They're all executive producers. And as I said before, we actually uh, want to reach 20 uh, executive producers. That's our goal because that's how we'll be able to hire a new full-time editor. Help us reach that next phase, please. Subscribe star.com slash redice. Check out the producer or executive producer tier. It'll go straight into a salary for a new person. And basically, there's fees and taxes and all this other bullshit. That's why we're setting the goal to, <laughs> to 20. But I mean, subscribe star, take a big guy of that as well. So we're setting it to 20, and that should be enough for us to get a, a full-time 
editor aboard. So thank you guys. We appreciate you. Want to do more. Want to do better. Want to you know break out basically of, of the uh, of the restrictions that were being put around us with all the censorship and the bannings and being thrown it's off ridiculous. banks and all that stuff, yeah. right? So look, they hate us because um, we're over the target and we're, we're doing the right thing here. Uh, so we're we, with your help, we can break out of that. That's right. All Boob right. Is, wow, that's the first positive demographic news I've heard in a long time. Thank yeah, you. that's crazy, huh? Yeah, there, it, it is actually long term. It actually is. There is positive trends. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Musk Skrillian, thank you for the advice. And I look forward to the email. I apologize if I came across as rude. Oh, not at all. Not at Asking all. No, for the books. No, 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 no. Sorry. No, Sorry no worries, that. man. No, no, of course not. Uh, celebrate all his losses. Love is on the way. <laughs> cool. Thank you, man. Good to see you as well. Yeah. We're well, doing well. All right. So check <laughs> out subscribe.com slash red ice. That's uh, a good way you can sign up. And remember, of course, Always send us a DM over there on email, redeyesatprotomail.com. Let us know that you've signed up over at redeyesmembers.com and let us know what username you have so we can activate your account. We're API, uh, we're, we're, we're um, banned from APIs, <laughs> not quite, but uh, the services that uh, use APIs so we can have automated uh, uh, you know, sign-up procedure are basically um, uh, limited for us at the moment at least. Uh, because we're kicked <laughs> off crazy. of major banks and stuff like that. So we have to do that manually. We hate it, but uh, it's not our choice. We, uh, we uh, have forces around us that are doing that to us right now. Uh, another way you can sign up is entropystream.live slash TV. We have a cash app option for now. Actually, our uh, main account was banned from that, but that one uh, on screen is still uh, workable right now. We have an e-check option for those in the US, and of course, we do accept crypto if you like that. And we have a e, uh, sorry, a e, uh, mail mailing address as well uh, if you wanna check that out as well. All right, I think, is that uh, is that enough? For today, I think we're uh, caught. We're caught up. Enough we're, uh, lecturing right for today. <laughs> I guess so. Yes, yes. <clears throat> Fighting back against some of the uh, complaints out there. Well, you know, it's we're just... uh, we're older and wiser now, so we have earned that right. <laughs> well, if they believe in hierarchy, right? <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right, guys. Anyway, check out the the uh, member section. We're going to do Weekend Warrior next here. So we have a lot of uh, archive shows up there. Check those out if you're new. Uh, tons of material for you guys to dive into. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll be back here soon, guys. I think uh, that's it for us today. Thank you for joining us over on Rumble. And thank you for letting us doing our little experiment as well to just confirm that no, Rumble is not organic. It doesn't enable anybody to end up on the front page, depending on the viewership that so they someone's have. Choosing someone's they're, they're choosing. Someone's choosing. Yeah. All checking. right. Anyway, those, it was fun. It was a fun, fun trial. We appreciate you guys. But uh, yes, we'll be back with more soon. And uh, until then, uh, take care, everybody, and uh, keep fighting. Have a great weekend. See you later. Do you love red ice? Want more? Get access to exclusive material by signing up for a red ice membership. You'll be able to watch Weekend Warrior, our flagship show, the second hour of interviews and other special feature videos only for subscribers. Were you a member and we lost you along the way? Renew! We love and appreciate you guys and gals and cannot do this without you. Help us be a sane voice, a lighthouse in the sea of insanity. As times get tougher, as people are searching for answers, they're going to need content like red ice. A little of all your support can go a long way. Thank you.